That's right, but we are going to start episode 70. All five of us are back. I know last week it was down to Jeff and Dan. Thank you guys for holding down the fort. Yeah, we went, making, um, making me false advertise for Mario Golf, by the way. Should I add? <laughs> we, went from, I played we, it. we went from sausage, <laughs> a sausage fest. I played it. We went from a sausage fest to a real like intimate like 69 episode back to a sausage fest. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just the way I like it. That's yeah. actually, yeah, it's a good point. That's kind of Much exactly of that how it works. Range of voices right now. So, mm. Derek, Kyle, and myself, we were all unable to make it last week. So, appreciate you guys filling in. There was a, a lot to talk about last week, and not as many new release games this week, but a whole lot of news. And since it is Fourth of July weekend, for those of you listening to this, it's probably July fifth. Um, if the whoever you work for, if they have any heart at all, they've given you today off. If you're listening on July, 5th, uh, since the fourth is on a Sunday. Or so I hope. Hope get Monday off. So I hope you get Monday off and have a chance to relax. Maybe listen to this podcast while you are playing some games or whatever it is you're doing. Um, but in honor of 4th of July, we're going to talk about some of the more notable historical video games, whether they're historical fiction or actually trying to base it on history or some combination there. Um, we'll also talk about the games of 2021 so far. Now that we are officially 50% through the year, how are we looking for game of the year? And we'll talk about some of our favorites and maybe our overall thoughts on the year so far. But before we do any of that, we're going to jump into a few headlines that thankfully a couple of the other gentlemen on the show have written down for me. So someone first. Yeah, I literally just did. I literally just someone, wrote something. Okay. Oh, someone tell me first about this Dead Space uh, announcement. Because is this actually. A, so is this no. real or is it a rumor? Well, What's Luke, well that's why I left it as reports. Because yeah, uh, report. it's just a rumor right now. But right, it's. um. It's actually supposedly going to be like a remake, so they're redoing the series, I guess. Um, so I mean, yeah. I mentioned on the last episode that there was the rumor that EA Motive was involved. Uh, that's the the actual studio within EA um, that was mentioned that's attached to this, uh, which is one of their Canadian studios. So it seems like it's getting more traction. Some little extra tidbits are kind of getting tacked on. Um, I'm insanely excited, and if this doesn't show up at whatever what is it the on the 26th it's on the 20 something i forget which day um the would ea would you guys rather have a total reboot like a remake or would you rather have dead space 4 what would you Dude, rather just have? give me dead space period just give it yeah okay. that's that's kind of where i'm and at as long as it's good in any version that you're as long as it's reimagine good. or you know okay. retelling or whatever just give it to me i understand it's a favorite of folks who love horror games especially that first one has like it seems like that's the one that everyone loves the most i sound, i think mm-hmm. people still like the second a lot Third yeah. one has split some people down the middle a little bit. Seems like, mm. um, at least as far as I've heard, uh, I'm not a fan that's of this. About series. right. That's that's right in terms of the masses. I would and say. And so, I guess I just look at it as, hey, if you're gonna put all these resources into essentially creating a new game, why wouldn't you do Dead Space Four? You could take the gameplay and scariness back to its roots, but I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna maybe take sort of the the framework of the first one and just kind of kind of like with uh, Seven Remake, right? They took they're they're taking the framework and and they are staying in line for the most part, but they're adding some things and flushing things out with Seven Remake. So if yeah. um if they do that with this, they can kind of you know have a little yeah. bit of wiggle room to do some extra stuff. I mean, sometimes yeah. sometimes three and then rebooting it is a good way to go. God of War is a great example of that. 
where they didn't really reboot it, but they started over with just God of War as a title. Right. And his story, in a way, kind of starts from the beginning because it's a totally new thing. But uh, anyway, so sometimes that can work. It just depends on how, how they do it, right? So, All right, well, the next piece of news is great because it is the best game from 2020, and that was Ghost Woo! of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I thought last was two we were talking about for a second. Oh, no. Uh, wow. That was, okay. That was the second <laughs> Seven best remake. Game. Seven remake? Wow. Um, Seven Remake was the third best game. Hey, All right, so Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut has been officially announced. Dan already talked about this last week with the rumor, right? How there yeah. was the the uh, Ikishima, is that how you say it? Yeah, I think, um, I think they DLC. just called it Iki Island in the press release. Iki, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, there's a rumor. Now it's been officially announced August 20th, which is really soon. I mean, that's like six weeks away. That's awesome. Yeah, it's insane. Um, seven weeks away. Um, that's awesome. And so they're gonna have a director's cut coming to. Is it just PS5? Anybody know? No, oh, it's PS4, PS5, PS4, and PS5. New Island. They're adding target lock on. One of the biggest knocks against the already amazing. Combat oh, did they that. actually say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, all you damn nerds with your whining. Yeah. You don't understand actual samurai combat. I can't. I can't Ooh. aim my sword directly and automatically at somebody. I might, Dude, this, this target lock on. Suck, target you know? lock on's gonna make that combat way better. You can no, say what you want. It's gonna make, make it combat. worse. It's gonna yeah. make, it's gonna it, make worse. it worse. It's gonna be way better. Uh, but another you piece guys of, are ridiculous. When there's like eight enemies and you're like, well, you got to just manually aim. No, it doesn't always read yeah, right. You guys exactly. are ridiculous. If only there were like That's an evade button uh, I'll, or something. I'll ask the amount of times I died <laughs> in that game. Roll. Um, but no, I think target lock on was was notably missing. That was one of the few knocks I had on that game personally. But I remember when I first started the game, I was looking through all the different settings and I kind of wanted to see what it was like to have English subtitles with Japanese language. But they had completely synced up the mouths and the lips of the characters to the English voice actors, mm -hmm. which made sense. They got big name actors, if you look at the IMDb yeah. list. Yeah. So it made sense that they really wanted to motion capture it to them. And yet the Japanese just dubbed over the English moving mouths in a Japanese setting game. I don't know. You know it's, such very, a, it's such a reverse case of what it normally is. You know? It was very <laughs> strange, yeah. So um, they are adding the ability, I believe. It might be an option. I'm not sure how that's going to work, where you can have Japanese lip sync now. For folks who want to hear the Japanese. That's a major That's a major plus for me, I would say. Yeah. I, as I, far as, like, I love the dub, and that's probably how I'll still play it. Or not the dub, but like the English version or whatever. Yeah, but no. like, I think that, like that if you want to put it on Kurosawa mode, the black and white mode, and you want to throw it on Japanese. Yeah, that's how you... Yep. When it gets thrown off, you know, because like they're synced to English, it totally ruins it. So like, it's all what about a, the immersion, what a, man. Be immersion. It's all about the immersion. I'm here yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. I think I loved all the characters, but I think some of my favorite ones. I really liked the villain. He was, I think, woefully underused, just because you don't see him a ton. Mm -hmm. um, that actor. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the same actor who played. He's he's who, been in some who movies. Like Han? Didn't he who, play Khan before? I think he might have been in that. Um, what was that Netflix show that got canceled? Marco Polo? Marco Polo? No, that was yeah. Benedict Wong. No, that was a different actor then. Oh, but okay. I've seen him in other stuff, and he was great. He was great. Oh, he was... Okay, I'm thinking of something that he was in. It's going to drive me crazy. We can continue, though. Someone someone could look it up. But anyway, um, I am looking forward to that. My favorite game hey. from last year. Hardcore. And uh, so, We'll definitely be talking about this again, probably. I so. do know that there are some people who aren't, of course. They're not thrilled with the way that the um, the pricing is working out. Basically... You're going to have to buy the director's cut if you want the D I don't think there's a way to just get the DLC if you right. own the base game. So I you mean, have you're to essentially paying for the DLC and then all the kind of extra stuff that they're adding. So, Correct. I mean, but it's not like you could just you say, know. all right, I want to upgrade my P4 
PS4 called, version. Yeah, and they called right, it a director's right. cut for a reason. It's not a right. re-release so re upgrade. It's a it's a director's cut. I you understand the logic it. behind it. I just know that if you already own the game, you're thinking, well, why can't I just... These sound like incremental downloadable updates. So I get I get the questioning, but I think mm. there's enough here that if you love the game so, like I do, I'll buy it. So is it basically that they're hiding the uh, 60 frames in 4K behind a paywall? Is that what the issue is? That that you can't at least get that for free and then didn't, pay extra for the other didn't stuff? Didn't they already tweak it for the PS5? I thought they already tweaked it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like 4K. Well, yeah, but like, it wasn't the, a the tweak. Fast loads it, was, it was an yeah. automatic. It was an automatic yeah. boost. Ooh, yeah. You okay. can pay thirty dollars, yeah. guys, if you already own the game. Thirty bucks is not a lot, guys. It's not a lot. Okay. Oh, by the way, don't be poor. If you get the expansion and all the don't updates. Be poor. <laughs> it's only thirty bucks. <laughs> that's, that's my take. <laughs> don't be poor. <laughs> don't be poor. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> they're, doing a, they're doing enough work to it that you should. It's thirty pay bucks. 30 you should pay. Yeah, I mean, I I, I pay thirty dollars for DLC all the time, and like, and you if the DLC is good and the and the the game strikes me, so like paying thirty bucks for a major upgrade and content, which I imagine is probably going to be pretty beefy. I'm just I don't know that, but I'm just imagining. If you thirty bucks is not thirty bucks isn't a lot for me. That's not a lot of money. I think if you want to just upgrade like the the PS5 version without the without the separate island, you know the DLC. I think it's ten dollars. So there's That's options that you got to pay, oh. but it's not much. Well, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, so I guess you have to look into that. I will you... watch video on it. So okay. yeah. Well, I do know that if you pre-order it, if you pre-order the director's cut, then you can go ahead and play it on the whatever version you currently have, PS4 or PS5, and your progress, of course, could carry through. And so Sony did say that officially. They they I don't know if it's going to be like Spider-Man. We've talked about this already. I don't know if it's going to be that annoying thing where you have to download two versions or whatever. But your your save should be able to carry over. Tony, figure so. it out, guys. This this uh, this uploading downloading save thing is not working for anybody. So. <laughs> Let's ask Fab on who's better. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's always the go-to, right? That's yeah, always a always a balance. I just need to know. I need to know. <laughs> well, speaking of better. PlayStation, they've actually been out there spending some money. It's just not been a ton of money compared to what Microsoft typically spends on stuff. But they got a couple of couple of development houses that are worth uh, noting. Uh, the first one they got this week was Housemark, and that's notable because of the big recent game, Eternal, of course. I always kind of thought of them as a Sony studio anyway. It's kind of yeah, like but when... it's like when, official when, now, yeah. It's, now it's official. It's like when Nintendo acquired... Facebook official. I, I forget which one yeah. Nintendo acquired uh, <laughs> that they they had already only done Nintendo work, and then when they acquire them, it's like, uh, okay. So Was it um yeah. the guys that did the Donkey Kongs, the recent Donkey Kongs? Retro, maybe? Retro? I don't remember. I can't remember. Rare, but rare? Yeah. Was it like uh... no, because that's Microsoft. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, but anyway, they also acquired Nixus, which I have. I don't know who they are, but no idea who that is. They do PC ports. Oh, okay. oh, specializing. Yeah. I'm I'm more excited for that than the Returnal. Prep. They do PC ports. Interesting. Yeah, they help with. Well, PC, I, you can so. tell PlayStation's really getting into PC now. I, I wonder, does anyone know how has Horizon and Death Stranding and Days Gone, how have they sold on PC? Anybody know? I don't know how they sold, but wasn't there a big hubbub with like Horizon, like not working properly on certain video cards or something? Or am I am I misremembering that? No, no, no you're, you're accurate. There's <laughs> issues at launch with Horizon. Uh, Death Stranding launched flawlessly. That's it what was, I heard, yeah. It's gorgeous. Really, it's really gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, 
smooth gorgeous. experience. And even Days Gone, Beautiful. I I didn't play much of Days Gone, but the little bit I played, gorgeous. I, I heard there so wasn't that, any issues with that one. Here. So Nixus did so, uh, in in the credits and in, in one of the articles. Uh, they did. They have done Avengers for PC, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, and the Tomb Raider, the modern Tomb Raider trilogy, cool. for PC. Okay. So far, I mean, that's among other titles, but that's like the main ones. So they handle okay. the PC ports of some major multi-platform games. Right. right. Yeah. That's what they specialize in. All right. Well, great. Let's bring over the Last of Us series. Let's bring over God of War. Apparently, let's... Uncharted Four is already in the works for PC. Let's see. Let's bring over all and the Ghost, Uncharted. Ghost Two, yeah. yeah. Give me all the Uncharted's on my PC. I'll take all of them. Dude, Ghost of Tsushima on like a max style PC would be oh. bananas. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be insane. Well, I expect that the director's cut is gonna completely blow minds this year uh, on the PS5 when it's. Yeah, I think it's going to be gorgeous on there, too. All right. Mm-hmm. Last thing I see on here, Jeff, you just added it. Tell me about this Xbox plus Kojima. Um, I, think, uh, I think Kyle's the one that told me about it. Uh, but apparently Kojima might have inked a deal with Xbox. Yeah. Is what? that right? For reports, are, reports, are, reports are coming in. It, it is just rumors. There's nothing yeah. nothing substantiated yet. But like, it's one of those things where like everybody's reporting on it. IGN, GameSpot, everything. So it's like, yeah. mm, might want to keep your eye on it. Uh, it's so real that uh, Sony fans have already created a petition to cancel Hideo Kojima. <laughs> so if you guys want to sift through his Twitter where he just posts, you know, celebrity pictures and uh, food pictures, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck trying Listen, to. Listen, I've them. had some, I've had some pretty major tentpole moments in my life. You know, getting married, having kids, uh-huh. m- moving to Colorado was a big moment. But you know. It's canceling someone that gives me the biggest satisfaction in life. Yeah, that's uh, that's why we're all here, Tim. I didn't know if you knew <laughs> no, that. So. This is a cancel cast. Yeah, cancel, cancel cast. cast. <laughs> current current cancel. Cancel Geddon. Every week we cancel someone new. Who's next? Kojima, how dare you keep good company and drink good food? Uh, eat good food and drink good drink. We cancel, yeah. we're gonna cancel you. you know how many and you're in bed have... with Microsoft. How dare you? You know how many like, listeners we would have if we truly canceled someone every week and we would call the cancel cast and we just did it every week. We have so many <laughs> people listeners. People would say that, that should be a huge podcast. They would eat it up. People would. It would be like. We would get like obscure names that people forgot about, celebrities, of course, and they'd be like, That celebrity did that? Oh my God. We found a tweet from 20 years ago where they said a thing and they were like 20 years old, so they were not as mature. Let's cancel them. Do you remember the mom from Family Matters? Well, you're about to. Like, it's going to be something. (laughs) Remember the baby from the show Dinosaurs? (laughs) Racist. Well, actually, he's dead. So, you know. Uh, know. That's great. Thanks. Well, we can still cancel A little yeah. sensitive. Derek's right. We can still cancel people who have died. We do that. It's never too late. Hey, you know what? World, it's never too late to cancel somebody. Happens. No one is immune. Happens all the time. All right. Well, listen. It is the holiday weekend. July Fourth is hitting us. I don't know about you guys, but Colorado, at least, at least where I am, they're backing off on the fireworks because of. Wildfire concerns. I think up in Denver they're still having some though, Kyle. Um, uh, but... well, our whole state was on fire last year. <clears throat> it was. So they're like, hey, yeah, I think, I think they're like, all... hey, let's not do that. I think we're all taking a break. <laughs> but <laughs> I think but you definitely something. hear one or two here and there, right? I'm gonna guess. Oh, yeah, I, I, you get a legal one. There, there are signs everywhere on the highway going. If we catch you with fireworks, we're gonna yeah. bone you. But I, exactly but I mean, the wording. But like, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's about this. It's about we're gonna, that. Yeah. We're gonna do what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, but like the state I need to move to. If you go, if you go, <laughs> if you go out on our, you know, in our backyard, like after it gets dark, you can look up and see 
yeah. random yards. People, people are shooting them up. So annoying. Out of state. I don't know if they're. I, I don't think they're being sold in states. So I imagine they're going to neighboring states and picking up fireworks and coming. I back. saw a big old tent full of them off of uh, 25. So what do I know? They're just selling them illegally. Black market uh, fireworks. Get them while you not, can. It's not okay. It's really not. Just go uh, to a location where they're doing it, where everyone can gather, and just go there. Why do, you, why do you need to fire of illegal you fireworks? Have to shoot, you have to shoot Roman candles at your friends sometimes. You know? I think some <laughs> truck in California just blew up carrying good. And They did, good. yeah. There there was a big mishap, and it wasn't... I thought it was going to be like, oh, cool, it's going to blow up into fireworks. It was an explosion, like a real it was one. Just a, it was uh-huh. just a normal explosion. Yeah, it was not a beautiful firework yeah. one. Well, I hope they were horribly injured. So screw them. Wow. <laughs> wow. With, all, with that beautiful background, but a horrible mind. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's talk about the history of our country. First, let's start in 1776. Just, no, just kidding. Uh, uh, no, you can just watch Hamilton for that. No. Well, that's no. True. You, you can learn a lot and be entertained. Yep. Tim, boot him off. Boot him off. <laughs> How does it I think there's, something, I think there's something, two things something. that we should never be allowed to talk about on this show, and that's. Yeah. Hamilton and Dragon Age Inquisition. Wow, and I love that one of the Age. best Western <laughs> RPGs of all time. What are you talking about? But, You're one of the best. But both of those of things. Yeah. No. Both of those things need to die. I'm confused. Why? Why Dragon? It's because it's been too much. I think that's what it is. It's never enough, Tim. Never enough. That's hey, that's a song from another musical. All right, let's let's jump into historical what? games. I would. I don't even the, know that. And I like the greatest musicals. greatest showman. Oh, the bad one. Okay, gotcha. <gasps> oh, yeah. Who? Oh, here we go. Oh, do we have 30 minutes? Here we go. Am I canceled now? Cancel cast. Cancel Jeff. All right. Let's talk about some notable historical games, and if you guys have any that you've enjoyed that kind of have at least a historical theme, if not are actually trying to be historically accurate. Um, I thought it'd be fun to do, to do this. And sometimes I do like when games will... Sometimes I like when they're just straightforward, patriotic, you're quote-unquote the good guys fighting for America. And sometimes I like when they turn that whole thing on its head and you're kind of on the other side or maybe America or whoever, whatever is the villain. So if you if you play something like Spec Ops the Line, things go a little bit yes. sideways. Wow, yes. Yeah. Sure so, do. Not really, not really historical, but kind of has a that kind of vibe to it. But all right. So here's a few notable ones that jumped out to me. And if you guys have any thoughts on these or if you like them, whatever, let me know. But A Plague Tale Innocence, believe it or not, kind of has a historical fiction setting to it. Um, set back during the medieval that's time. The, yeah, that's the entire background story. Yep. Their and background, it's, I, guess, and I, I just love the way that they take that setting in mm-hmm. a very quote-unquote real-world real world setting and then add this whole fantastical, really horror fantasy element to it with the magic yeah. and the rats and all this stuff. But uh, yeah, I love that game, and I'm so excited for the sequel. Dude, I dude. I never got to play it, and now that there's a PS5 version of it, yeah. like I'm I'm all over it's, it. So. It was a it definitely was a pleasant surprise. Um, it's not like the most fun to play, but like it's honestly very tolerable. Yeah. Uh, and, and the story is is great. I think what helps that is a story. story. I mean, it's an indie. It's still like an indie game, even though it looks a little bit better than a regular indie game. Yeah. Um, but it's still mostly an indie game. But so that means the length of it isn't. If it was like super long and the gameplay was just like that oh, the so entire it's not time, overly we'd all have complaints to yeah, some yeah. degree. But it's, it's to me, no, it's it not a of, long game. It kind of hit exactly that game story length that I wanted, as yeah, opposed to. I agree. No, two. I felt like it was too long. Did you? I, I liked it, but I was it's driven and you hate stories. Get out of here. <laughs> I hate fair. stories and I hate driving. So. But by the way, that one is on Game Pass. So if you're interested in, in checking that yeah. one out, it's on Game Pass um, right now. 
Age of Empires, of course, one of the yeah. best real-time strategy games out there. They also have some spin-offs that are more turn-based. I remember playing one on the DS, actually. It was an Age of Empires game mm. that was kind of grid turn-based. That was a really fun one. But the idea there, of course, being you take over a ruler from history, and then you're trying to conquer all the other ones. Dude, some Edge scenarios, and it's a fun game. Age yeah. of Empires is is fantastic. I love, always, I love that. I've game. always wanted to get into those games. I feel like I'm too like I'm too feel like I'm too dumb for those games. I'm dumb. No, 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 no. Civilization. No. I'm way too dumb for that stuff. Honestly, Kyle, find the second one because it would probably be super, super cheap, and there was a lot of expansions. Dude, um, it's on Game Pass. It's on not PC. difficult. It's not difficult at all. No? It's, it's, it's on Game Pass fun. too. Okay. There are, all three of them are on Game Pass on PC. Are they pretty intuitive on the on the like oh, controller? Yeah. Okay. Oh, on PC they're on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. I might as well be recording off of a phone right now. Do you have have Game Pass Ultimate? You can do their cloud beta. You can just play it through your browser. Oh, Oh, okay. See if if that's one of the browsers. See if that's one of the cloud games. They might not be available. I will. Yeah, like honestly, like give it a try if you're into those sort of games at all. Like they're fantastic, especially the second one. I love the second the, one. Cool. The fourth one comes out. I've, with... I've really have always wanted. I, yeah, they're yeah. kind of right up my alley, but I'm just like, oh boy, there are just a, just a lot of a lot of well, mechanics going. They're not that. super, te- especially one and two, because three, because there's a definitive version of three, I think. Yeah. That might be a little more taxing on some systems, but one and two, you could play yeah. even if you have an old PC, you could play it. And honestly, Kyle, oh, like yeah, it, that's true. Those it, it slowly builds up because essentially, like you start off as like kind of like a little village with some villagers, and then like you slowly, as you're getting the resources, like adding more buildings, and then you can upgrade your soldiers. So it's not like it doesn't just throw everything at you super fast. Sure. Like you just kind of go at your pace. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I mean, yes. I remember playing like Warcraft back in the day and being like, "Whoa, this is like, yeah. whoa, this is too yeah. much for me." You know? yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. It, it's still fun. You know, I, yeah. it's always something I've always wanted. To try I'm with out. you because some of those games get overwhelming. Well, and, and I, I don't even appeal. play competitively. I'm just playing like single player, and I'm like, yeah. "What do you want me to do?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I pretty... was the same way because sometimes I get too into building up my base. Like, "Oh, that's cool. I'll place this oh, here." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And the next thing you know, you're getting bombarded because the... yeah, like <laughs> I don't have defenses or troops. The AI <laughs> has been building up this huge army, and I'm like, "Oh, I was just setting up my lumberjacks. I don't I know what I'm we were, doing." I thought we were a pacifist world. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those games are awesome. Highly recommend those. Um, Assassin's Creed historical fiction mm. and actually in some cases i know that people like to crap on the assassin's creed game i, I know i get it they're very popular from a massive yeah. studio i know it's fun to make fun of it i get it these games are all of them even the worst of them i think they're all fantastic they all have they all have like maybe some ups and downs more than others perhaps yeah and if you go back and play the original it's not going to hold up as well as you might like um but i think all of these have some fascinating ways of using pieces of history and then working it into their very very fictional story so i yeah. really like these games some would say convoluted story um, some would say i i would i always oh, called yeah. them like the forrest gump of like his because like <laughs> it's your character is at the focal point of all these like turning points in history with just like forrest gump you know and i'm like yeah these your are like forrest gump. running wherever i was yeah, going so i was running like, my building it's <laughs> the giant like you know paris you know rebellion happened and your character is just there in town square you know yeah. it's just like every just time like, it's just like yeah like he may it's have started it because you're, trying you to just, you're trying to just hop down off the wall but instead you run up the side of a building and start climbing you're like that's yeah. not what i was trying to do oh, all right the stick also, no one the no one can climb a building in all the lands yeah. like no one can climb a building that fast that's not yeah, possible or like, or use like the tiny little spaces between yeah, yeah. To yeah. Climb up. little yeah. fingers like yeah. but 
it's very other than that, pretty historically accurate. Actually, what's interesting is in their recent ones, we've talked about this. They've added discovery mode, mm-hmm. which is just educational history. Are using it in schools and stuff, pretty cool. Right. So I haven't tried those, but my curiosity is there. And I, you know, what I think would be great for these is if they somehow figured out a way to do it in VR. Then I'd mm. give it a shot. Like if you could do VR discovery mode in those Assassin's Creed universes, where you could really. You know, awesome. no, no fighting. Like I don't necessarily need combat in VR. Right. Maybe I would like love that. to walk around like ancient Greece or ancient Rome yeah. or something. I think that'd be so cool. Right now, you can do it just kind of in third-person mode, but there's no fighting. The idea is it's educational, but mm-hmm. so they've done some cool stuff with that. Yeah, and and some convoluted story stuff. You're right. I think that yeah, first yeah. game, well, they're probably like. Is this going to take off? Because if so, we don't know where we're going next. <laughs> yeah, right. We introduced magic and technology and well, all this stuff just... that's never going to melt well, we together properly. we got Kristen properly. Belt, so... Yeah. Yeah, Chris, she's, and she's a delight. <laughs> she, she is a delight. She is a delight. She is. She is. Yeah. They got that's lost. True. They just The thing is, they they got lost after three. They just got lost. I think and... so, too. They're like, we okay, we finished up our world-ending story, now what? And it's just like, no one cares <laughs> just like, make what more if, games <laughs> what if we just keep making money and everyone's like well, agree let's do it what, what if we were a game about making a game which is what black flag was about i'm like okay this is can we never go back to the present like that would be i don't <laughs> i, I don't want to go back this, less like, and less it feels no, like the story's like interrupting pirating for me to explore an office right an now an office building yeah like this looks like where i work and it really bums me out and like, i'm in first <laughs> person I don't have the right like, key card. Like this is too work. Uh, I can't. Do this. Feels like somebody showing you like something super trivial. I guess just because I'm looking around, like you're like looking at a desk and you're like, see, right? Yeah, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Light, somebody's right? showing it to you and you're huh? they're like blown away, but you're like, yeah. okay, can I just go back to doing what I was doing on VR yeah, or something? <laughs> well, the uh, the Battlefield right. franchise has also had a good number of historical uh, games. They've had some ones that are not really historical necessarily. They're just kind of modern day, and they don't really have any history tied to them. But some of them, especially the early ones, and Battlefield 1942, which I think was one of the longest-running, most popular multiplayer uh, versions set during World War II, of course. Um, they've, they've had some interesting ones. Battlefield 1, of course, going back to tell the stories. Of, I think Battlefield 5 as well did World War One, didn't it? Or did Battlefield 5 so. do World War II? I Two. Can't no, it was World War One. Was it 1? Both? 1 and 5 or both? I World think. War one? Ooh, I can't remember now. Um, Call, of know- Duty, Call of Duty that year, I think, did 2, didn't they? World War Two. They went back to World yeah, War II. But I thought World I thought Battlefield One was World War One and That's right. why I thought it was, was World War Two. And five was World War Two. But they should have called it Battlefield Two. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I'm here for it. I'm totally yeah. here for that. Yeah. But yeah, they've they've done some cool stuff. I actually do think that the stories they told in one were really compelling. I know people like to crap all over those, you know, short campaigns. Who cares about those? I do. I really like those campaigns. I also love movies like nineteen seventeen, because I don't know a lot about World War One, and so movies like that kind of opened my eyes a little bit to how freaking insane World War One and and so brutal. Like, do you guys oh, ever yeah. see 1917? It was just grimy. 1917 and, like... is a masterpiece, and dude, how did that? that... Be... I try not to throw that, that word not... around too much. <laughs> how did that not win every award? It's the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. It's, it's so... one of the. It's one of the most well crafted and well edited and well shot movies ever dude, it's, created. It's like one smooth take. I know there's a yeah. few. Calls. But like, oh it, yeah, there there's some there's some magic going on in the background there, but like you cannot tell. Like I promise you, <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, all right, I digress. Uh, Brothers in Arms, of course, another great series. It's got some cool strategy elements to being a, uh, a shooter. <clears throat> um, Brothers in Arms is I only played a couple of them way back in the day, so I don't remember them super well. But those, of course, being set, I believe, all during World War II. 
Now, Call of Duty got its start in World War II. It had a really epic Storming the Beaches of Normandy opening scene, which kind of... Because Medal of Honor, Honor was the game. That was the that was war the shooter. Mm-hmm. And then Call of Duty came on the scene with that opening World War II sequence and was like, what is this? Now, know, I, thought, I thought Medal of Honor Frontline was the one with the Normandy. They they did it, but then Call of Duty came along and did it way better. Okay, it was, yes, 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 okay. That yeah. idea. It was really good. It was like, this is like Saving Private Ryan, the video game. It was so, yeah. so good. Yeah. And then, of course, Call of Duty 2 got pretty popular, added some multiplayer that really started to pick up some steam, and then Call of Duty 3 is when it just blew the doors off and became a phenomenon. So, um. So yeah, but certain franchises, as we mentioned, have gone back to historical settings. Even Black Ops Cold, games, sort Cold of. Cold War, yeah, Cold War most recently yeah. was set uh, surrounding a real life code name. Uh, the bad guy, Who Russian the operative, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was like a super spy or whatever, and yeah, that that was like a real thing. Apparently, Is, are there two Derek Teagues? <laughs> God, I yeah. hope not. <laughs> okay, cool. I hope not. I think, by the way, for those of you wondering, Derek, I think, is trying to figure out his setup there, and he's got, he's just trying to swap over to a different device, but. Oh, go. I see. There he is. Oh, wow. he's sitting. This he's sitting up. Yeah, look, look at, look at this. All right, Company of Heroes is, uh, oh, I missed Civilization. Duh. That's one of the most obvious picks for a historical game. I mean, mm. that's what Civilization is. I, I, I never really, really got into this series. I like it. This is another I never, one I want to I know to friends that just. Love this series. That's like, all they want. Right. Yeah. I, I play it till the end of the world again. It's like, okay, well, all right. it's similar <laughs> to Age of Empires in that sense, where it's just like you know, kind of having this civil, you know, civilization. Yeah. Literally, you're doing that also in Age of Empires, but starting mm-hmm. as like a small village and expanding. So, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but an awesome series that some people, I know people. It's almost like Madden for some people. So like, you know, some people don't play video games, but they'll play Madden. There are some folks who don't play games, but they'll play Civilization. And yeah. That's just is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a really interesting strategic franchise there. A lot of different ways to win those as well. Company of Heroes is a pretty fun little squad-based strategy game if you haven't played that before. Um, I like those games. They're mostly World War II as far as I've seen. I think there's just two of them, uh, but those are fun. Crusader Kings. Now, Kyle, you mentioned how you're not smart enough to play Age of Empires. I argue that you are. It's pretty <laughs> pretty straightforward stra- real-time strategy game compared to most. Crusader Kings? Dude, yeah. that that will take it right out of you. Those games are so <laughs> okay, so, so just keep that off the list. Let me just mark that off. <laughs> Those games are so amazing. It's like playing it's like playing Game of Thrones, but in history. Mm. Yeah. And it goes like generation. I talked about Crusader Kings three last year when it came out. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. And I got lost in that game and I loved it, but then I put Wait, it down. So, but is top. it easy though? Like is it easy? No. Like mechanic Okay, that's <laughs> no. what you're saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. Too but it's for not that about game. it's not about building up an army and going to attack. It's about like planning a few generations ahead. All right, if I marry yeah. this person up to that person, then we'll eventually be able to take a, make a claim on that area of land and expand our kingdom in this way, and I'll keep them happy by doing this. <clears throat> so the, anyway, the closest yeah. I get to that is Dynasty Warriors Empires and Nobunaga's Ambition. That's the closest I get to like anything like any of these games we're talking Those games about. Games are pretty complex too. No, I suck at Nobunaga's Ambition for sure. Empires is very palatable for me. So. <laughs> Uh, Dynasty Warriors, uh, mm-hmm. which, by the way, has, I've heard, one of the worst video game to movie movies that just came out ever. Oh, really? <laughs> it's on Netflix. Give the, it a, the reviews give it a on it are hilariously bad. I might have to watch it just because of how bad it's reviewing. Um, Do it. Do yeah. it. Like, IGN gave it a two. Yeah. <laughs> so, that means it's a four, right? Isn't that what but, people say? Like, oh, the IGN gave it this. It means this. 
If it has so anything I'll, to do with not video games, I'm probably not going to IGN for reviews, but I'm sure this movie's awful. <laughs> Wild Dynasty Warriors is not necessarily the most complex and, in, in my opinion, diverse of gameplay type of video games. It's very repetitive, uh-huh. but you kind of know what you're getting, and the setting has a historical element to it, so yeah. I thought I'd include it. Uh, Far Cry Primal, I just thought it was funny to put that in there, because it's not really historical, but sort of, because you're back in the Stone Age. They, yeah. And they actually went, they did a lot of research to, like, do this game yeah. to make sure it was, like, as, uh, I don't know, as as historical as, as possible. Accurate. Like, as accurate. Yes, uh, yeah, but it is about a fake tribe of fake yeah. people and fake Because, things, I mean, so. they don't exactly have all these notes on names and... No, no. <laughs> but they hired, like, a real linguist to, like, create the language that, like, they think oh. that was as close as possible. Like, they did they did their yeah, homework, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Well, that, was, that was my Swimming in Sevens that year. What was that, probably 2015? I, lo- I love that game. I think it's cool. 2016, yeah. 16. That I remember when my... people, fe- what they find out it was, like, the Far Cry 3 map and everyone freaked out. They're like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare yeah. they? It's a budget game, guys. Come on. Chill yeah. out. I, I, I enjoyed it. Ghost of Tsushima, of course, historically based. And if I did a lot of... After after I finished that game, I didn't want to spoil anything. After I finished, I actually went and did a bunch of Wikipedia slash Googling research just to learn mm-hmm. about this. And this invasion really happened. And yeah. the way that they kind of had to unite tribes together to push them back out really happened. And some of these big battles were... That they reference and actually you experience in the game. Some of those things really did happen. Burning the ships and stuff like that yep. were historically yep. accurate. I thought that was really cool that they did that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, one of the best. I'm curious, I'm curious if this uh, of island best. of Iki, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Iki, Ikishima? I wonder that. if that's going to be historical also. Yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Probably. Even, even the legend stuff is like based off of like real Japanese folklore and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they do the. They do oh, their... that's true. They do, they do their homework, damn, yeah. they do their damnedest to like just make it not like it's a bunch of white people at a studio making a Japanese game, <laughs> right. like which it is, but like yeah. boy, it feels like a really authentic experience. That's why yeah, they I were like... made ambassadors to. Uh... Yeah, they are. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, cra- they're the ambassadors of the island now. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's that is really cool. Yeah. The whole studio, yeah. Um, I didn't think about God of War, but that's true. If you if you count things like historical mythology in there, because yeah. it does mix in some mm-hmm. Greek history, mm-hmm. some Norse history. Yeah, there's a mythology. there's a Wikipedia entry on these historical video games and God of War, not the new one, um, but like the older ones. A lot of that stuff happened for real, like you know, like the second Persian invasion of Greece. Um, there's like Kratos, a war. Kratos killing a. a Hydra and then having sex with two girls in the bottom of the ship. Yeah. For real happened. Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 there was, yeah, yeah. There was a scribe there, like oh, I, 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 you know, yeah, he killed the hydra. He killed yeah. the hydra and then showed them his hydra. Okay. Kyle boos you. Derek, are you on I think you're on mute or are you talking to us with a different mic? Yeah, he's on mute or has a little yeah. icon. He's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right, cool. I uh, need IT support. But that's okay. We'll keep moving through this section to uh, help you. Hi, guys. There he is. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Actually, those developers prided themselves on being historically accurate. In addition to the fantasy stuff they added to that game. Mm-hmm. All the stuff, everything from the armor to the location names to the weapons they use, all that stuff. Even the, the type of uh, oh, I forget what they're speaking in that game, but like the language. they're speaking, they're yeah. they're speaking that year's version of that language. Yeah, yeah so they prided themselves on that. What is going on? It's Derek's fiddling. Oh, <laughs> Derek's. <laughs> Dude, it sounds it, Derek. like 
That was crazy. Okay. Anyway, Kingdom Come Deliverance. I know it was a it was received as a mediocre game, but historically it's supposed to be a pretty accurate again outside of the video gamey fantasy stuff that they I think it's actually considered a good game if you like that style of game. Okay. I never played it, actually. I never tried it. I did. It's it's hard to get into if you're not into like a sim game, but if you're into a sim game, it's quality. They did a good job. Does it play like for honor? Sort of? No, For Honor's too arcadey. This is like, oh, realistic. For Honor's considered oh. arcadey compared to that. Yikes. Okay. That's, yeah, but that I would say that sounds accurate. Yeah. All right. Uh, the, the Medal of Honor franchise. I'll, I'll let her know. Of course, uh, Medal of Honor is one of the best. <laughs> in, in terms of historical. Oh my god. Uh, by the way, I only played the early on Medal of Honors, like in the PS1, they had one. And then I did try playing their Pacific one that came out probably like 20 years ago. And I just remember it wasn't very good. Like Call of Duty by then was absolutely in a league above them. So, you know, I'm curious, is John Martin on the uh, show? Because I'm getting a lot of mom talk. I was just curious (laughs) if uh, John Martin. John Martin is doing your mom right now. Do you guys like that? Mom? (laughs) Mom? I can't see whatever it is you're showing us. Uh that's because my camera rejects it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Red Dead Redemption, especially the yeah. Second. But I think it's going to give I that a standing ovation because it's game of the of generation. These, <clears throat> thinking of both of these <laughs> games as like historical fiction is so cool because they really are. Yeah. Like the it's setting like, is yeah. It's like the end of the old cowboy days, but mm-hmm. as far as like the locations and town names, those are all completely fictional because they yeah. you basically have a map that allows you to experience most of the USA. You can go up to the Rocky yeah. Mountains, down to the deserts, into the woods, and out to the wild plains. Easy, you know? Yeah, and yet it's like it's only the size of like a small state if you look at the actual square mileage mm-hmm. of the map. But they kind of condense it so you can have a lot of different areas to explore, which I like. I'm glad they didn't try to make it Dang, ridiculous. I love all the biomes in that game. They, yeah. They, stuck them all in but yeah, as far as the setting and you know the being being a cowboy at the kind of the end of the area era with the the railroad coming through like it just has a really cool late 1800s vibe mm-hmm. to it. so i love i love those games so much i'm still repl- i'm still slowly working my way through two again on the pc and it's just oh, there's something so about beautiful. me that i'm just like any day now they're gonna announce that like next gen like upgrade or whatever and oh, so i don't want to i don't want to start a game until like it gets that like yeah. You know, well, I mean, they keep doing it with five GTA five. So, yeah, just, you know, yeah. well, we're, when getting I, that no, we're getting that November for the fifth time, guys. Get excited. <laughs> Slight spoiler for the end of Red Dead Redemption 2. But if you didn't know this already, you actually learned this really early on based on characters you see. It's a prequel story wise to Red Dead Redemption. Mm. And and that's pretty obvious with certain characters you meet. They're like, wow, they're way younger and still alive. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's pretty obvious. But by the time that game ends. I really at that point wanted to jump into the story of Red Dead One in, Damn. but I wanted to use that same engine and the sure. graphics. Yeah, the yeah. World, there was like, a, there was rumors abound about how like there was a remastered like in the coding there's a remaster of the original game and it's being would, released as story oof. deals and that was that game came out three years ago so that's obviously not yeah. true but like that would be, those rumors were everywhere back then that would be a substantial DLC <laughs> but I think Red yeah. Dead yeah. Online, huge DLC yeah I think Red Dead and GTA Online have both taken off so much they haven't had to worry about anything else for a long. Oh, never they, they to be honest they could never make a grand theft yeah. auto 6 and be the most profitable company in the entire world like gaming yeah, wise you know yeah well here's another game that Derek keeps telling me i should try but i just haven't and i don't have a good reason for it that's rise son of rome uh it's another <laughs> historical game. game i've heard game. it's 
heard it's fun. Is that historically accurate? Is it totally made up? I feel like it's kind of got some historical elements. Some to of it, the right? battles that they were in were named properly, but I don't know if obviously if the things that transpire in those battles were, you know, obviously 100% true. But like, yeah, the battles were real in that game, except for like whenever things things get a little like weird in that game, right? Am I remembering it wrong, Derek? Do things get a little fantastical in that game? In Rise. In Rise. I don't. I I don't. Think it, I don't honestly I like, remember. I I'm played like, like I, the first couple hours again because I have it on PC. Um, but I don't honestly remember how accurate the story is. I don't feel like it's far off. I don't think. I know. I know the crazy. like the very first battle for sure was a real battle. Like when you're coming in on uh, the ships and everything. I forget. What yeah, that was, I think but. it does go. Isn't there something happening behind the scenes that makes it like? unrealistic i don't know that's what i'm saying i, I thought they were like shaman or something like that yeah like there's like something they introduced like late, late game magic that i'm like mm. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm remembering there's something yeah. that changes in the story that you're like oh this isn't this real. isn't set well, in reality at speaking all speaking of adding fantastical elements to a real setting the order 1886 yes. had a really yeah. cool yeah. historical setting cool and of setting, course yeah. it's like the vampire type approach to this it's just so cool vampire i i still werewolves. I what still want them to werewolf. make a sequel. Yeah, hey, yeah. I, I I feel like this game is like unfairly trashed on for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. I don't I know agree. what people. I don't know what people's bone to well, pick with this game. It's so when I the, played it, it was short. Was I think was that game. what the problem was? It was short. When I played yeah. it, it was the best looking game well, I've ever seen. Yeah, the best. Like it's it was a super great looking. I game. think I it was the mechanics it. weren't as like sound as they maybe should have yeah. been, and like it played like a step below Gears of War. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have the weight and like the gravitas as like Gears of War, but like gameplay wise yeah for a lot of people but the guns were super cool though there yeah, was some really there fun that there was like some disintegrated people like uh, i don't know yeah. well and i think that was another mistake that they made is that they had cool guns and then they only let you use some of them in certain areas and i was like yeah, oh, i remember I. that i do remember that being a complaint yeah so right. there's a, there was a lot of things that they they had a lot of shortcomings but as somebody who absolutely love that game and love the lore and love the story and love the characters i'm completely disappointed that we're probably never gonna see oh we'll never that. if we get a yeah. sequel to that game like i'll eat it i'll be, like it's I'll be shocked yeah. yeah i'll be shocked um the oregon trail guys one of the first yeah. video games that i ever yeah. played early in my life still one of the most difficult video games ever i, I think i mentioned i mentioned a few episodes back there's one on uh, apple arcade like a new one uh-huh. And it like visually looks really cool. Like the I've been talking of about it is that really they should cool. make an open world um, of uh, Oregon Trail game. They should. Yeah, like, yeah. Make it just like Grand or like Red Dead Redemption, but like yeah. you know, focus on just yeah, getting press, to the next camp or whatever. Press X to eat your travel mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give the new one a try though. Honestly, if you have Apple Arcade, it's it's really cool. There's a really interesting tabletop game of Oregon Trail too, where you're actually playing it sort of co-op. So you have a group of people mm-hmm. and you're trying to create uh essentially 10 stacks of these little uh tiles and each tile has a different direction of the road or a different like oh you broke a wheel on your wagon and you all have to chip in to try to help fix it but then of course as people get sick and or run out of as you run out of food people start dying off and so yeah. it gets tougher by the end but anyway cool. kind of a fun tabletop brutal uh, the, game the saboteur yes good game this game rules dude yeah, another really cool style. It got it had it got like sixes and sevens when it came out, and I was just like, "This game's amazing!" Like, why do people not? Avatar is fun. Really yeah. cool. 
Yeah, set, really, really cool World aesthetic. War is it set in Germany or in France? Maybe it's Paris, I France. It's, I think it's France. It's, yeah. it's a Nazi invaded place for sure. Um, yeah, I thought, it's, I thought there's it was Nazi France. stuff everywhere. I remember there yeah. being a red light di- district and stuff like that. Like I'm, I thought it was France. Yeah. I I do think there's like uh, well, black and white. I guess that's French. So bl- black and white aesthetic that turns color as the game goes, or no? Does it yes. just take? Or there was okay. some colors here and there, right? You or, would you would unlock an area from oppression and like it would gain. It its, would like, color back. Yeah, right? it would color yeah. in some way. Yeah. I was oh, like, okay. am I am I mixing this up with that? Splashing the paint game. What was that one? Anyway, I know talking about the PS the PS3 game. Uh, yeah, uh, Beautiful Swan. Is that what it was? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm unfinished. 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 Unfinished one. Unfinished one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, or De Blob. Maybe De Blob. Okay, moving on. Um, this War of Mine. That was a good addition. I forget which one you added. That's a good call. This yeah, War I of added that one. Fun. I I adore this game. I think it's cool and it's it's really based off of the actual like rebellion that was happening. And oh my, I'm so sorry. Is Whatever it, country this was happening is it in. Russia? No. I don't know. I don't remember. But like it it's like. Like it's written by like experiences so like when like an old lady comes to your door and is like begging for food like apparently that was someone's actual story that happened like it has like an eastern europe or russia vibe it is eastern europe for sure yeah um it's just a really cool game and like the choices matter and you know just every little thing matters very resource man resource management how how you build how you build up your XCOM base you know, in this yeah. game, like matters, you know, like it's a little bit, it's, little it's bit like cool. Fallout Shelter minus the fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I found it's, it's the void of fun. Uh, it's about a Bosnian uh, Bosnia. civilians during wartime. Okay. Yep. I guess it's in Bosnia, basically. It's probably like yeah. the late 80s, early 90s then when things were really going so. yeah. bad. Early 90s. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, because they things went horrible for them after the Berlin Wall came down. All right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Total War. This is a franchise that. I know it's a it's a really lo- well loved PC strategy franchise. I just and I've tried three of them, and the way that they do their combat, I just struggle to get into. But it is cool, and they really do have a lot of historical stuff going on there. Some of it like mythology based as well, but a lot of historical stuff across that whole franchise. So did they do the Warhammer spinoffs too? Like they the did War- some Warhammer stuff too. Yeah, they've done like Shogun, and they've done you know in ancient Greece. And then they've done some more fantastical stuff as well. Uh, someone added Uncharted series. I did. That was me. Explain Uncharted. that one. To me. Okay, oh. gladly, gladly explain that one. Especially, <laughs> yeah, with, I'm here. Uh, I'm here for this. Yeah. Francis Drake is a real person, uh, and um, El Dorado was a real place in the first one. I I'm specifically thinking of four. They talk about Stephen Avery and Thomas too. These are real pirates. Four, four is actually the most grounded in reality of all yes. of them. It's all and of them have like real life items that were yeah. actually lost or real life places right. that were actually. Stephen yeah. Avery died and his treasure just went missing. You know what I mean? Like it was never recovered. So basically, the game is picking up where these legends that actually are documented and happened, like where they left off. Mm-hmm. Like and in it's the same way that Indiana Jones would be historical, so yes. are these. Yeah. 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 I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those, I, those places in Indiana Jones are real, you know. They, they yeah. the legends actually happen. So but Indiana it's, uh, Jones coming it's a in, a, and it's a bit of a Temples isn't the real pirate. It's, it's, it's well, a bit I mean, of a sideways way to be a real pirate. So I'm all, I'm hey, I'm on your side, Jeff. I'm all maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you step never into a, on if, Jeff's side, <laughs> if you step into a fridge and a nuke goes off, I mean that's pretty accurate. Hey, you're know? gonna be fine. There's only three Indiana Jones movies, and I won't hear any more of it. Okay. <laughs> it's very really, accurate. I turn I turn into a toxic Star Wars fan or Lucas fanboy real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, that was originally sorry. in uh, in a uh, I think it was in a Back to the Future script originally for the first uh, Back to the Future. They were going to have there was a part where they were going to nuke 
nuke something. And hmm. um, Artie had to hide in the fridge to um, to keep himself safe. Okay. And I so guess some genius was like, remember that fridge thing? Let's put it in Indiana <laughs> Let's Jones. Let's put 70-year-old Harrison Ford in there. <laughs> right. Uh, Dude, they're making a new fine. one. Like, why? How? Yeah, I don't know. They better, I hope they bring back Shia LaBeouf, though. He's, in already. he's not He's not there. He's not there. <laughs> All right, oh, uh, Val- <laughs> Valiant Hearts: The Great War. This is another one set during World War One, and this game, if you have a heart at all, it'll pull at your heartstrings at least a little bit. Uh, uh, but I, <laughs> as far as like adventure kind of puzzle, it's kind of a puzzle game. There's not really much action in it. Sometimes you do have to run quickly, um, but it's it's a great. I love Valiant Hearts. It was when Ubisoft was doing some of their little spinoff. Uh, indie style games, yeah, like like Cloud of Light, but Valiant Hearts, The Great War, still excellent. Highly recommend it if you haven't played I, it. I wish Ubisoft still did these types of games. These like really beautiful artsy um, indie style yeah. games or whatever. Or Child of Light, a sequel to that would have been nice, you know. Oh, mm. I think Child of Light's super. Oh, um, I never heard of this. Charming. This game is right up my alley. Yeah. Oh, you would love that. And if you have oh, yeah. Valiant yeah. Light, you gotta play. That you need too. to play Valiant Hearts. The art great. style and um, how much it's thought great. they put into it. And uh, dude, the, 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 the focus, little character yeah. interactions, the animations, they're just amazing really really yeah. good um I'm mad, that, I'm, mad, I'm mad that ubisoft like gave that they, up That's... they make you feel things uh verdun is a is a <laughs> franchise that i don't really know much about but it was on all heard kinds of it. lists yeah um i think it's a shooter but i'm not positive so i don't Never know much even about heard of it verdun 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 all right well we're done either way we're done this list is verdun this 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 segment's history am i right guys okay thinks it's funny I want to hear about, <laughs> listen, last week, Jeff and Dan, I've given you enough compliments already. It's time to give you a little skull. More. I need more. Why would you tell me that you're going to talk about Mario Golf, and yet the only thing you said was what other people are saying about it, and that you haven't played it much? That's what not more? my fault. Blame this guy over here. Hey, man. I did play it. I played it. I'm, 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 I'm looking it wasn't up very the good. chat right now, and right? Jeff and I quote, I'll play it, and I'll have something to say about it. Oh, so. boy. Oh, boy. Okay, but for real. For real, I know it's been a week, so hopefully someone, Jeff, hopefully you, I haven't played it. Do you guys have any updated impressions on Mario Golf Super Rush? I know it got some fairly rough reviews for being a Mario Golf game. It's, what it's what okay. do you think? Yeah, it's okay. I, You know, I played the... Um, I played the battle golf, which is uh, what everybody, well, what Dan mainly, was kind of like, how did you not play that? That was like one of the main featured, you know, modes that you're supposed it's to play. It's called Super Rush. Did you not play <laughs> Super Rush? <laughs> I played <laughs> Rush Super mode, it, which is just, Rush mode is just running between holes and sometimes you'll knock over your opponent. Battle golf is like in an arena with like up to four other players and you're constantly like throwing crap at each other, throwing bombs at each other or mm. hitting bombs at each other. And uh, rushing to the next hole, and the first one to three holes, I think, wins, or something like that. That's kind of fun. In the best score. Um, I don't I it's, like, it's like that Mario Kart like battle like version of golf. Is that kind of what it is? So you're like battling against I, each other with like, like the balloons? Yeah, there's, or... less, there's less special things. You don't pick up like question marks or whatever um, on the way to each hole, and then mm-hmm. you can like, throw whatever. But you do sometimes gain like a, a invincible star, so you can knock people over. Cool. And, like... You basically knock people over between holes, uh, if but you're not you're not always all running to the same hole. So that's what she said. Uh, There's a lot of hole talk. <laughs> a lot of hole talk right there now. There we yeah. go. 
I was trying to save it. Derek is buying this game right now. He heard the word. Look at him. I can actually see it in his glasses. He's actually on the website right now. That's you know that that mode is it's it's fine. Now I now I know I need to be careful not to be looking at porn because Kyle is watching my glasses. Oh yeah, I know the trick. I know the trick. Especially since it's clearly going to be gay porn, but I'm still in denial. Not my first podcast. I know the tricks. Dude, don't watch gay porn while we're here. That's just rude. So, Jeff, just... uh, tell me about the... Uh, and maybe you haven't gotten to this yet, but can you do a lot of upgrading to your character when you're playing this what, game? When you're on the... I ha- I've i only played the... Uh, there's there's so like there's an adventure mode, which is a career mode, and you use your me avatar for that. Okay. Um, and that's... that's those are those are the ones you use like a skill tree for. You upgrade, okay. skills, yeah. And that's, you upgrade. This is the mode I'm most interested in. Is me it, too. Plus, is there a lot going up. on in it? Does, like, how much did you kind of clean Kind of. Um, I don't know. I've I'm heard it's the... That sounds it's very weird. uneducated. I, I don't know, but like I'm just not very interested in this game. I'm sorry. No, I know, no, no, but it's 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 totally so fine because time. <laughs> reviews actually kind of echoed what Jeff was saying is that like yeah. the adventure mode doesn't go as deep into the RPG stuff, if you will, like the stat based yeah. stuff as like yeah. maybe even previous games have, or like we all thought this game was gonna be, and like right. that well, the, that's the part that bummed me out was the fact that, that you like, oh, you bought it and you yeah. tried it and you didn't want to keep doing adventure mode kind of tells me everything I need to know about adventure mode. It's just yeah, not that same. Good. Yeah, same. You, you, do, you do get like different clubs that give you more hit, hitting power. It depends on what you want to use the club for, of course. But you do, you can upgrade to different clubs and whatever your outfit is. So as a solo game, maybe not the best. Perhaps as a no. party game, playing with your kids Part, this might dude, be a good. Yeah, I could see it as a couch co-op thing. Or not co- co-op, okay. but couch multiplayer uh, battle mode would be so much freaking fun. Or the rush uh, pass, uh, Or maybe a passive controller, 18-hole yeah. mode or something. They just yeah. need to stop making golf games and bring back, like, the Mario soccer game. That's what I want. <laughs> Mario I'm Strikers. Yeah. I'm here for Mario Strikers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bring back Mario yeah. Strikers. All right, well, let's hear about Scarlet Nexus. I think all of us are playing this game, but Derek, I'll throw it to you I'm first because uh, you bought it. Oh, you're not playing it, Jeff? Okay. I've no, tried it a little bit. trash. I played, I played it a little bit you, you last night. I'll, 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 I'll play it. What? <laughs> I played it a little bit last night. I've only played maybe an hour, but enough to get a feel for, you know, everyone's talking about the combat, and so I wanted to play some of the and play through the tutorial and a little bit more. But Derek, I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts on this game? I know that you like games that have really good combat. Is, is the combat being kind of overpraised, or is it accurate? No, it's it's my favorite game this year as far as gameplay. Um, I just think it's... I was just playing it before we, we did the bot podcast because my boyfriend, Keith, canceled on me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeez. For the Keith. three li- three listeners, I don't have a boyfriend, and he's definitely not named Keith. Keith is, Keith is um, playing hard to get, is what but, he's doing. But if I did, his name wouldn't be Keith. <laughs> um, but if I did, his name would not be Keith. It'd be Sasan. But, but, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but seriously, this game is just, to me, um, I don't know. It's I, don't, I love the demo, and sometimes I'll play a demo, and I'll love it, and then buy the game. And it's not that the game sucks, it's just maybe I overhyped the demo this game doesn't feel that way like i don't get a lot of time to to game uh, they know from the chats but just from the few listeners that we have i don't get to get to play much at all like i work two jobs so when i get 30 minutes to play this is the only game i want to play which kind of sucks because i'm still trying to beat mass effect 2 
But um, this game is just that fun. Like, I'm not into anime. Um, obviously, don't care about JRPG stories anymore. I did when I was younger, but now I'm like, nope, they're too cliche. They're not my style at all. This one, I'm kind of all in on everything. Like, I don't skip the cutscenes. I, I know some people I'm talking about in our group have complained about characters being, you know, your typical JRPG. None of that so far, again, I'm only probably four hours in, has bothered me. I like the setup of the story. I like, uh, for those who don't know, there's two main characters, so there's really two campaigns. Yeah. And while they do have, I think, some similarities as far as you come together, I already experienced it once, you come together and fight with each other. Um, as a team, so I'm sure on both campaigns the same thing happens. I did start both campaigns. So what I mean by that is I'm about four hours in on the the guy's campaign on my Xbox, and then I started on my laptop the girl's campaign. And while this isn't like a big deal, I thought it was pretty cool as I was playing the girl's campaign, I'd already played a couple hours of the guy's campaign, and there's something that, just a minor thing, nothing major spoiler, but, like, something revealed in the girls' campaign that lets you know something that you don't know in the guys' campaign. And I was that's, like, oh, that's I'm pretty super cool. into that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and again, let me make sure I'm very clear. The thing they let you know is, like, not, like, huge plot-wise. It's just, like, a cool, like, I'll tell you what it is. It's not a plot. Like, it's not a spoiler. The, 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 the sidekick boy likes this girl in the mm. in the girl campaign and then when you play the girl girls campaign you find out that the girl he likes really likes the main boy i'm sorry uh, I don't know you're talking about so you're talking about nagi right because you yeah, nagi. nagi likes yeah. the little the younger uh, Na- naomi naomi the older yeah. blonde yeah, naomi and then naomi tells you in the girls cam- campaign kasami or whatever Tells you that, or tells Kasami, oh, I have a crush on Yuagi or whatever. Yuito, whatever. So even though, again, not a big deal, I just thought, oh, that's cool. So now when I play the boys' campaign, I already know Nagi's going to get... You can build up a relationship and it becomes a dating sim. It's great. Yeah. So, But (laughs) overall, I know you're asking about gameplay. The gameplay is just absolutely amazing. Like, it's really addicting. And they keep throwing stuff at me. Like, I'm four yeah. hours in. And, well, I, I know people will complain. They're like, oh, my God, too many tutorials. And I don't read tutorials. This game I'm reading because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I actually want to be good at this game. So what are you right. saying to me? But there's just – they keep throwing different things at you. So I'm actually, I think, surprised most – I think the thing that surprises me the most about this game is I feel the depth. Yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like there's more depth. I thought this was going to be just – Pick random things up in the in the arena, throw them at them, and then if you're not doing that because it's recharging, you just swing your sword or whatever you're doing. I didn't expect all these RPG elements. I didn't. I knew there was squad based stuff, but even that's cool. Like for instance, yeah. um, right now where I'm at, I'm going through an area where my two sidekicks, one has and gives you the ability to to be inv- uh, invisible. And then the other one gives you the ability to spot invisible um, enemies. So there's certain areas you'll go into, you can see when they're invisible, they're still like clear. You can kind of see them, but you can't hit them. 
So you have to obviously use that person's abilities to then spot the enemy and then start unleashing your wrath on them. The cool part with the invisible one is the you'll walk into areas and you'll see like three or four enemies kind of close to each other. If you go invisible and then you sneak by them and you get close to a train, you can then trigger the train to go forward and blast it into the enemies and wipe them out. Hmm. So it's you've got this action game that's like, hey, if you want to play a little, it's not stealth, but just a little bit stealth, like, hey, go past them, use your brain, use the, the area, the arena you're in to just wipe all these enemies out. Or you cannot use that ability and just go in and start swinging your sword and using your yeah. special abilities. So that's, I think, what surprised me the most is the depth, while it's absolute, absolute chaos and fun. And yeah. <laughs> If you want to, like, turn me on, which you know you guys want to turn me on, wow. you, you just have to have job. a lot of You got to have a lot of action. You got to have a lot of flickering lights and all that stuff. This game has it all. Like, it's got all the vibrant colors. Um, you're playing, you're playing on back. your Series X? Yeah, I'm playing on the Series X. I was actually going to ask you. I'm playing on both. I'm, I'm playing on PC and Series X. But... Um, I was going to ask you how it runs on the Xbox One X. I was going to buy it on the PS5, but the reason I didn't is I had a discount on Series X. Well, I appreciate it because it allowed me to try it. It, it runs really well. Okay, good. Um, yeah. I, ha- I haven't noticed any slowdown or anything. It's running super smooth on the Xbox One X. I do yeah. like the visuals. I think it looks a little bit like um, the games that came to mind immediately for the opening cutscene as well as during combat. I thought of Code Vein, Astral Chain, and Devil May Cry 5. It's like Which, those the way, games mixed together. By yeah. the way, I went out and just picked it up today. I bought it before, but sold it because of this game. I have repurchased Astral Chain. Doesn't they it look a, a lot like Astral Chain? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it does. I think there's a lot of similarities yeah. to that. I love I, as a big though, right? platinum lover, I just could not get into Astral Chains, but I tried to force it so it's hard. A fu- it's a really cool game. It <laughs> really is, yeah. Just for whatever reason. A, but this is like a lot crisper. Like this is like straight up like anime that you're controlling. Like it, yeah. it's very sharp looking for sure. Yeah, I mean, very much don't get me wrong. The eights out of ten, like on the Metacritic, is an eight out of ten, and that's great. I understand that i'm not arguing against that for me this is a nine nine and a half so far like that's how much i love it it's up there with resident evil for game of the year and for those who don't know i've beaten resident evil village three times so i got really addicted to that and i love that game but this game and that's why i said this is the best game i've played this year as far as gameplay like it's an absolute blast to play and i'm looking forward to going through the campaign uh, and then hopefully getting a second playthrough. Like, I don't think it won't be because I don't like the game. I think it will be more so, of a time management thing for me in my yeah. life. It's it's so I'm I'm on so they break it up by phases. That's what it actually yeah. says in the game, but it's like the phases essentially means chapters. Um yeah. I'm pretty sure there's twelve chapters per there's character. Twelve phases per um, character. I'm at about thirty hours and I'm on chapter ten. So oh, wow. It's a lengthy game, and I and hear like it's about forty, yeah. And like Derek was saying, you're playing both sides, which I had mentioned to Jeff on the last episode. Like, if you want the full extent of the story, because you're getting different angles and perspectives, and mm-hmm. you know when Kasane is not there because you're playing as Yuito, and like there's kind of different stuff going on, and she's not there, like you're you're missing different stories, and yeah. it, it's just a, it's a lengthy game because again, you you have to play and both I, sides. The whole thing. I don't want to make an excuse for the game. I really don't. But I I. And this 
proves that I actually listened to Jeff and Daniel last week, which can't believe it. I had no <laughs> clue what doing. Unbelievable. I'm not. I'm not okay with that, honestly. <laughs> so uh, please stop. So and again, not making excuses, but I think the reason they didn't go full on cutscenes and stuff like that, besides being artsy, was um, I think it's because they were trying to do two campaigns. I don't think it was possible mm. for them to create this long narrative and do it twice. Right. And then do full-on cutscenes, mm-hmm. do all the stuff that they're doing. That makes sense. I mean, could they have done it? Yes, but we're talking budget-wise. You're probably doubling, but tripling. It is, it is a little disappointing though, because the opening sequence is so visually stunning, and the acting yeah. looks—it looks like a real anime movie. So, and it goes through all of these things, and then all of a sudden, it goes to your first kind of in-game cutscene, and it's so, like, oh, yeah, because right. Fire I, Emblem, I, got I, it. I mentioned yeah, that on—I yeah. mentioned that on the last episode, but I saw—I saw Colin Moriarty tweet, and he's like, he was saying that he liked it. He was liking what what, what the game was doing, but he mentioned like uh, the sort of graphic novel style yeah, presentation. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's doing what Danganronpa does. Yeah, so it's it's kind of mixing that with action RPG, and when I look at it like that, I'm like, all right, I get it. I it's mean, a style my, my... choice, but I think Derek's right. Yeah. I think it's a resource. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I think so too. It is being pitched as a high dollar, high budget yeah, yeah. game or whatever, so it does feel low budget when you go, okay, we're gonna do tales, yeah. you know, style talking heads that just talk yeah. at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? But it makes but, it makes sense, you know, plus, when you kind of put it that way. So. Yeah, and just look at my background. Look at how cool they're free- visually. It's like their costumes, like their masks, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. So the aesthetics of this game is what I and, well, besides the gameplay, I absolutely. I love agree. And those, those, are, and I, those are the two strengths. I agree. Yeah, and I agree with Derek when he was saying that like the tropey, familiar stuff doesn't bother. Like I'm sure. like that's why I play JRPGs. Like yeah, I like yeah. that. Like I like that. Yeah, it's okay. So, it's, like, it's hard for me to engage with. I'll be honest sure, with you. Like, I mean, you know, I'm, the I'm dialogue. Talking- the characters, their motivation. Well, that's the thing. Like, like yeah. it's starting I'm, to. It's and, like, I, and I'm oh, just talking for me, but like this feels like into. every Tales game that's ever come out. This feels like every, yeah. you know, JRPG but, that's ever come out before it. And like, yeah. I'm okay with that because like yeah, those are fair. always the stories. That's why this we always not, have this, this conversation. Compelling. This I'm why... curious though. I was just gonna say I'm curious though if we're gonna see a shift in that because like um, as far as like how JRPG games not only if you're already seeing a shift in how they play because to me this is this would have probably if if this game was made five ten years ago this would probably be a turn-based game they're shifting the way jrpgs are played now my my curiosity is going to be like for instance you just brought up tales i think tales of was it basaria is that the name of it Oh, the previous yeah. one. Viseria. No, no, no. I know. Yeah, the last one's Berseria, yeah. yeah, yeah Berseria had a shift story-wise. It was very much more mature. I think Arise is going to go in that direction, too. too. So I would Arise, like I hear, is going to see... play more like this game and like Devil May Cry and more combo-based than it is Dude, like, in the past. I'm not even yes. exaggerating. Arise is like hugely on my... Yeah, it better be on everybody's. I've never (laughs) said that about a Tales game. Like, I like Tales games, don't get me wrong, but they're always, for me, like B level games where it's like, yeah, I'll buy it and support them and play them for probably eight to 10 hours and then walk away. This one's on my, like, I can't wait. Like, I want to play this game. So, anyways, the point I was just trying to make is that I'm hoping there'll be a shift that we're going to get a little bit. I'm not saying you can't stay with how jrpgs have been make those I mean, games do it seven seven like remake seven remake does have strategic you know traditional rpg 
type of stuff. Yeah, with action. Like, I know some people don't think that because they're just seeing an action budget. game, but, like, yeah. there's an ATB meter, like, you have MP, yeah. which you're using to do magic, like, you still have, like, that high school. Yeah. 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 The yeah. Square has two action games coming up. stories and darker stories, and that's what I would love to see with JRPGs. Too. Square yeah. has both, two action both. games coming up that, to me, look a lot like Scarlet Nexus in terms of the combat, at least, and that's Babylon's Fall and the new mm. Final Fantasy game. To me, I have a feeling that the combat's going to be fast and frenetic like this, where you can maybe pause and give orders to, or what. Like I think it's, I'm yeah. so I'm fine with it, and I like when it's done well. I think Scarlet Nexus does it just about as well as any other game I've seen, where they're trying to mix strategy and and combat together. Yeah. I think that combat is the highlight here. The visuals are really good. I'm really having trouble feeling compelled to keep playing with the story and characters, but the combat's fun. The story so. gets bananas, like, way later on. Like, I, on the last episode, I was about four hours in. Literally an hour or two later, I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on here. This is absurd. But that's anime <laughs> yeah. for you. That's anime a, that's can what be I'm very saying. absurd. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, And I, I have a feeling that's what it's going to be, and it's going to be not till the end of the game until I understand a lot of the terms are used for most of the beginning of the game. And that is mm. not appealing to me personally, sure. but um, I might play, white. I might play, I'm very white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we I, all are. We yeah. all are. Literally. I might play more just <laughs> Excuse me. I'm Anglo-European or whatever the crap. Wow, wow, right. wow. <laughs> it's obviously Anglo. very important to you. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the crap I am. I don't right. know, whatever. Well, I wanted to give a quick uh, set of impressions on Sea of Thieves, a Pirate's Life DLC. I played it a little bit with my son. It's uh, it's really cool. It's free download if you have Sea of Thieves already. Yeah. And so what happens is that you go to the menu screen, you select the Pirate's Life, and then right away you'll load up onto a random island where you can talk to... I forget her name. She's like the main witch lady from the movies, too. Oh, or, I don't remember her name. Yet. Really, you have to call her Calypso? 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 Yeah, yeah. And so you oh, talk to yeah. her... You st- and just like if you Why do I remember that? Those movies are terrible. If right. you if you <laughs> Wow, that you know, was aggressive. You're not the target audience, I think. Um but if you um have done the other tall tales in Sea of Thieves, you go to one of the books and you activate it and you start the series of quests, but you still have to dodge other players because it's a pirate world and you'll get pirated a ton. And so that can be frustrating if you're trying to just get through a story or on you know get some treasure and just play with your friends. Other players really, really can get in the way, but that's the big drawback in my opinion, uh, for Sea of Thieves. In this case, once you start that tall tale, then there's a giant green, essentially warp field that you sail your ship into, and then it loads you into a private instance with whoever you're playing, whether you're going solo or with others. No one else could bother you, and you go through the pirate's life story. Very story narrative. Good. Yeah. Okay. And, I did so, download the game just to try that. Yeah. And so you, cool. there's a bunch of puzzles. I mean, it still plays like Sea of Thieves, and so. Okay. I'm deleting the game <laughs> just to not try that. <laughs> you still I'm gonna watch to, a video. You still have to sail. You still have to, you know, all that stuff's still the same. But, um, I, I found it to be really fun so far. I, we haven't gotten super far into it, my son and I. But they do have checkpoints as well. And so if you have to, you get, you it'll tell you like your tall tale checkpoint reached. Then you can turn the game off. You come back in. You start the game the same way you normally do, and then you go to your ship and you propose a quest, and then one of the options is to continue the tall tale. And so you propose that, everyone votes for it, you continue on your way. So I think it's really good, it's really well done. I don't know who's doing the Jack Sparrow voice, but they're doing a good job. I'm not sure. That's clearly a sign I mean, that, but I mean, you don't have... It's not. Yeah, he's busy uh, being in court trying to... Yeah, he's, he's busy getting know. sued and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's and it's funny, like the, you know... 
Say what you want about the Pirates movies. It sounds like Jeff's not a fan. I find them fun as popcorn. I, mean, I, I, love, I, love, I, them. I, I, I like them. I like them. That's fine if yeah. you don't like them. I've always found them to be dumb entertainment, and I mean that in a good way. Like, I don't have to think too hard. I, it's like, just... I like the first one as far as a blockbuster movie goes. Like, it's a really fun They're movie. all the same. But They're I would just watch the, the uh, pitch meetings on those movies. <laughs> this, is, this is really weird for me because on our old podcast, Jeff's usually the – Pirates fan, and I'm the main I grew hater. Up, man. I grew so I'm up, like, man. wow, he's the hate. Yeah. Well, I'm mega hater, I guess. Regardless of what you think about the I movies, there are certainly, I mean, the character of Jack Sparrow is an entertaining and creative one. Even if maybe by now everyone's t- tired of him, that's fine. But you have to admit, when you first met Jack Sparrow, it was like he's yeah. a, a new movie character, and they do a good job of bringing that character into the game. He's he's pretty funny, he has some funny lines, and so I, I find this DLC to be quite charming, and it's cool that it's free. It, it's, it's, it's really good. Prob- yeah, that's, that's probably the same person. Cool it's probably the same person that does Jack Sparrow in the Kingdom Hearts games, to be honest. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Um, so I wanted to highlight that. That is a it's a pretty fun one. Um, I am watching now that I finished Better Call or I finished uh, Breaking Bad. Now uh, I'm, I'm so cl- I'm so close, Tim. I'm so close. Uh, Breaking Bad, I think, might be the best show ever made. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and then the Al Pacino movie is so good. And now I'm watching good. Better Call Saul, and I'm loving it way more than I did the first time I watched those first three first three seasons. Okay. Four, Four seasons are on Netflix. The fifth season has aired and will probably be on Netflix. They say they usually put them on Netflix around the time of the airing of the next, next season. season yeah, so do, when yeah. season six comes out at the beginning of 2022, I expect season five to hit Netflix at that point. So anyway, mm-hmm. all that to say, Better Call Saul is absolutely amazing. It's so, so good. I love it. And yeah. I'm, I'm really digging I'm, it. I'm glad to hear that because week to week, it was sometimes there would be like a slow episode and you'd be like, okay, well, it's good. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a show that's great for binging because it just I, kind of I, goes yeah, right I agree. to the I agree. Next. It works better in the binge for sure. So um, is Breaking Bad. It's still great. It's still so great. Is Breaking Bad. So is yeah, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch that show week to week with a second. Like you could watch it all like streaming. Yeah. Like they're, I was just like, oh, definite, I'm a believer. They're, they're definitely connected. And there's certain moments in Better Call Saul that you go, oh, I see how they're going to connect that. So that's cool. But they're also very, very different. Like Better Call Saul, although it's it's got his name in the title. So yeah, it centers around the guy who ends up becoming Saul Goodman. Yep. There's a lot of other characters that I care about a ton. As opposed to Breaking Bad, all I cared about at first was Walter White. And then I realized how horrible he was. And I kind of didn't care yeah. about anyone except for kind of Jesse a little bit. But Jesse, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, which is why Al Camino works so well, I think. And Hank. Jesse, and Hank, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, I think, does a good job of telling stories yeah. of Mike, of Nacho, of yeah, Saul. Yeah, yeah. Kim. Yeah. Dude, even, and Kim, Kim is great, Chuck. dude. Kim's yeah. like, yeah. Kim's awesome. Characters. Really like yeah. Nacho. Yeah. They're all so good. So I, I really love it. I think it's it's brilliant. Can we just, I know it's like, I mean, how old is Breaking Bad at this point? Like 10, maybe a little over 10 2008, years? I think, is when it came out. Can we do like a spoiler cast? <laughs> because <laughs> I, dude, I'm about to finish it. And like, yeah. I, I'm on episode, I think, 10. And I'm like, yeah. I thought this happened like way later. Like, th- it, like shit hits the fan halfway through that season. And, and well, that's I thought because it was because it's a it's a 16 episode season, which is super right. long for a show right. like they that. They split it in half too when, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. aired it on TV. So if you're but like, do at, you need to watch it? Like on episode know. eight, it would have ended on a big cliffhanger. And yeah. When you finish finish season five, you got to just jump right into El Camino kind of as the epilogue of the whole series. Yeah, Yeah, just the the, the thing that happens right (laughs) at that episode, I think it is eight or nine. um, And you're like, whoa, this is happening now already? Like, I completely forgot. Like, I was like, okay, all right. Then then all of us that watched week to week had to wait six months (laughs) or whatever it was for part two season. Yeah, it's a roller coaster at that point. And those last eight episodes are just non-freaking-stop. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! It's they so... are. Yeah. 
Um, wanted to highlight a couple quick games that I'm playing before we move into uh, our game of the year watch to close things out. Um, I tried out this game called Proteus. It's on uh, Game Preview on Game Pass. I'm not sure mm. if it's on Xbox or just PC. But it is 100% made. You could tell it's people who love the old school Doom. Like that's mm. 100% oh. what it is. Okay. So it, it looks very much cool. like Super Nintendo Doom, but it's made in a modern way. You know when games have that pixelated look, but you can tell it's using a very modern yeah. art style and system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that. So if you want to look it up, you can see what it looks like. It's got just a really striking Super Nintendo first-person shooter style. Um, yeah, it's very much a ripoff, you could say, but I think it's much more of like an homage to Doom. Oh, like dude, whoever made this looks sick. Whoever made this loves cool. Doom. There's there's blood everywhere. Like the monsters that come at you, you shoot so them. So much blood. All dude. kinds of crazy weapons Holy that you get. Crap. You can dual wield stuff real quick. And so it's it's again, it's Doom. It's very fast paced, like modern day Doom, but it looks like old Doom. So um, I think it's still in early access slash game preview, whatever it's called uh, that Xbox has. But I think it's I think it's pretty cool. That's this cool. does look cool though. Yeah, yeah, it's got a cool vibe to it. So Proteus, I recommend that if you like, if you like Doom. modern day Doom games, I've been to that. Yeah, and if you like old school Doom visuals, it's it's kind of cool. And the other one I'm playing is uh, Graveyard Keeper, which is hilarious. So if you like Stardew Valley, but always thought instead of a farm, why not a cemetery? <laughs> and sure. Graveyard Keeper is for you. That's mm-hmm. really, that's exactly Good what it pitch. is. Yeah. It's That's it's funny. got the same exact visual style, like kind of that overworld map of Stardew Valley. You know, you still have to go around chopping down trees or bushes or whatever and crafting things. You have to collect the right pieces, then go sell at the village, and all that stuff is there. It's got maybe a little more of a crafting element to it, but it's all very dark humor. You right away meet a talking skeleton or skull that is trying to help you, but he forgets everything because he doesn't have a brain in his head, obviously. Um, And he keeps asking for beer, but he can't drink it. So it just, anyway, it's, (laughs) it's very silly, very dark humor. Like you have to, there's one ghost who comes up and says he hates this other guy that's dead beside him. So can you exhume his body and throw him in the river? And so you you do things like, it's very, very, that's funny. It's all, it's all played for laughs. It's very dark. Um, And they've got some DLC out for it too, but uh, graveyard keepers. It's pretty fun. By the way, the reason I'm playing some of these, if it's not on Xbox Game or on PC Game Pass, Steam has their massive yeah. summer sale going on right now. Yeah. Tons of stuff on sale. So I grabbed games like Graveyard Keeper. I grabbed Game Dev Tycoon, which is pretty fun. It was like three bucks, so I grabbed it. Um, so anyway, there's some there's some fun stuff on there. Um, I wanted to shout out in front of you guys because Dan hadn't played it, but I started playing Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda. There you go. And wow. you guys are all fans of that game, right? Yeah. I'm not making a mistake here. Big okay, fan. cool. Yeah, cool. I love I'm it. I'm early on. I haven't even gotten the Tempest yet, Tempest yet but I know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't even gotten it yet. So I'm super, super early in the game. And I'm literally just running around the. It's after you board the like uh, the base that's supposed to be occupied, but nobody's yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just literally just exploring that right now and, and getting all the side missions I can. It's um, just fun. It's a that lot. whole part. That whole part is so fun. Like you're, when you're yeah. realizing what you're arriving into the galaxy into like what 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 yeah. issues are it's a mess up- it's a bubbling mess. It's, yeah. it's a freaking mess i tell you yeah, <laughs> yeah i love um, mass effect I, I really adore i i just replayed that game recently i'm i'm most of the way through it and i and i kind of took a break for other things um and uh i'm telling you the second playthrough was just so much not that my expectations were out of check or anything like that but like playing it again i go this game really did have a story to tell it wasn't like some space opera or whatever but like you know we're like the, the world's ending or the galaxy's ending but mm-hmm. like it, there is a focused story going on there and a lot of world there's building a lot, and a lot of things there's a lot of actual mysteries once you because i beat the yeah. game three times i beat it twice on ps4 and then Ooh. beat it once on pc 
And when you play it, and I really, really like the game. So I really like the characters. I like the, obviously, the Mass Effect lore and the world, the new world or universe the they were. New universe, they, yeah. yeah. they were presenting. They left a lot of, and I really, do, like, I got lost in this. I think there's something, there's collectibles where you can go get your father's um, messages or something. Memories, I, yeah. Yeah, memories. And I went and collected all of them, and he, basically, you start unraveling a lot of mysteries, but it opens up more. And so when the game ends, they're clearly going, hey, do you guys want a second one? Because we've left you with all yeah. these unanswered. There, there's missing, you yes. know, uh, there's and missing vessels like, by one. the end of the game. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big deal, you know. It's, the fans uh, so, are too big of babies. It's I, another, I feel like we would have gotten another three games if people just, like, I don't know, didn't complain so much. So <laughs> for real, People man. on the internet complain. But hey, I mean, yeah, just so you yeah. know, I, I do think it's, for this is for Jeff and anyone else who's interested in it, I do think it works well as a standalone game. The fact that they're probably not going to dig in more to make Andromeda 2, probably not. That's fine with me, because I think as a standalone sci-fi game, there's plenty of story, plenty of characters, and... Yeah. It's, it's got a different the, vibe to it than the original trilogy. It's definitely a different vibe, it's not yeah. So, uh, it's not so linear. I like but, the combat but so much better now? than any of the others, but that's just me personally. Because I did jump into Legendary Edition over this past week. Oh, yeah. Um, and Mass Effect 1, I kind of can't... Even with the updates, I kind of can't stand the combat, but I, I want to experience the story. Exactly. It's not... I, I don't like it's it. It's way better like than it. it was, that's for sure. I know it is, and I still don't like it. But That was my uh, first time playing it, and I thought it was fine, but it does get uh, impressively way better through each title. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, Andromeda definitely has the best controls. No one's, it's great. No one, I love no one's denying that, absolutely. Yeah. I feel yeah. like... I can jump? You can't I guess, and, and you can hover <laughs> and shoot while in the air. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can Boba Fett. You can Boba Fett. I'll bet some people still complain. Oh, for sure. For yeah. Sure. All right, well, let's talk about how this year has gone so far as we think about game of the year, which is, by the way, we're halfway there to talking about what the best games of 2021 are. And so it's time to look back so far on the first half of the year to see what's come out. First, I'll go through, according to Metacritic, what they have as the top 20. And I'll, I'm trying to pick out just new games because if you include re-releases, remastered versions, collections, then there's a ton of stuff up there. Neo and Mass Effect and Disco. Yeah, Mass Effect would be my number one if we actually counted Damn, all that. If, but, if, you know. if yeah. I didn't have personal rules, Mass Effect would be number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it's me just, access to the I've, dock, Tim. Too many old games. Too many old games I've been playing this there's, year. There's absolutely a ton. So stuff like Mario 3D World, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Integrade, yeah. Neo Collection, Neo 2, Near Replicant. There's a bunch that are pretty highly rated that we're not going to be uh, talking about here. We'll just talk about the quote-unquote new games. There's some exceptions maybe, maybe stuff that we didn't consider in past years, but here we go. In 20th place, there's a four-way tie with an 83 Metacritic average, and that's Sunlight, Little Nightmares 2, Knockout City, Dang. and K's and the Wild Masks. Anybody try Knockout City? I played I, it. I, I did. It's it was fun. fun. It's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. The reviews were yeah. awesome, apparently. It's, That's it's the only like, reason why I tried it, is because I was seeing so many people praising it, and I was like, I expected this game to get crapped on. Well, because the trailer, the initial trailer, was hot trash. It showed yeah, really it, it poorly. Do you completely. like it, Derek? Did you like the way it played? Uh, I thought it was okay. I, yeah. I thought it was a little too slow for me, personally. I thought it was I'm, our, I'm I, bummed that uh, Little Nightmares 2 is so low, honestly, because it's just such a good game. 83 is not too bad, but I hear you. Nah. 
but um, twentieth place. So are there twenty better games in that? <laughs> well, there's this year. Apparently, <laughs> apparently there's nineteen better new games. Okay. Um, and nineteenth place uh, according to Metacritic. Okay, there's actually a four-way tie here too. But we've what got how how are there this many games already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I only did the tie at twentieth. The rest of them, like I have nineteen, eighteen. So, you know. So oh, anyway, yeah. right. there's, I have nineteen more games to go through, and then we'll go through the ones that aren't on that list. So we've got Subnautica Below Zero, the sequel to Subnautica. That got an eighty-four. Yeah, I downloaded that. I hear it's I great. Yeah, I hear it's yep. awesome. It's a, again, it's a survival adventure exploration game. If that's your Much thing, like Subnautica does a good job of that. If you don't like yeah. that, don't play it. Uh, tied with that at eighty-four is Resident Evil Village, which to me that seems low. That's super low. Yeah. Are we kidding me? Like, really? Yeah. That's unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk more about this one, but because we'll we'll talk about our personal picks so far, our favorites of the year. But I'm, I still think critics were overly harsh on this game, and I don't know why. But um, Persona Five Strikers has an 84 okay. as well. Just playing that I enjoyed my time with it, but that's that's surprising that it's so high. Yep. Everyone, um, as far as I could tell, I got very positive uh, reviews. Very, very and then good. that's cool. And then I'm I, I'm gonna butcher this title. I don't know how to say this right, but Atelier Riza Two Atelier Atelier Atelier, Atelier, Atelier Riza yeah, Atelier Atelier Riza Two Wait. Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy. That has a higher score than Resi. What the? You know That's what? That's tied. It's, it's got 84 no, as well. You know why? I'm gonna tell you right. I know what the answer is. It's because her tits are hanging up. That's why. <laughs> well, that would actually wow. in mainstream wow. media would get it way worse. Wow, dude, that is so. Just saying. I think yeah. where are their pictures? So bold of you to say that. <laughs> if if Lady D were in Resident Evil Village for longer, it would have right. been ranked higher. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. telling you, look up pictures of that game. Just look it up, and you're gonna see the main character and like she she's super short shorts and her things yeah. are hanging out. Oops, the title yeah. alone tells me that I'll never play it. Um, all right, yeah, so fair enough. Fair Number enough. fifteen out of eighty-five is Umarangi Generation. No idea what this is, but feel free to look it up if you like. Uh, that is a game that is on. Of course, it's on that high. Nobody's no, nobody knows. That is on <laughs> another game that shouldn't be above Resident Evil. It's on yeah. Switch and PC. Uh, Returnal comes in at number 14 with 86. Cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so great. It is great. It is even co- Hey, listen, Derek, game. even Colin didn't like it, but he pushed through, and now he kind of loves it. Yes. Yeah, so. No, let me, uh, and then we can move on. I think it's a great <laughs> game, but I think it's just a stupid game, too. All right. Well, it's stupid because it's not for you, and It's stupid uh, because you're, you're bad at it. Because you're bad at it. That's All right, moving on. I uh, <laughs> definitely did not say that. Tied, tied with Returnal at 86 is a game called Overboard, which I don't know what that is, and also Chivalry 2, which I'm curious to try Chivalry I've 2. I've heard of that, yeah. yeah. Overboard, I feel like they just put in a Kurt Russell movie in there just to... Overboard is a Switch title. And, and, and it's, and it's, it's a mobile Switch and PC game, so it's probably great. Um, and then oh, Chivalry Mobile, too. yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, number 87, There Is No Game, Wrong Dimension at 80. Number eleven. Game. That wow. sounds is familiar. That a, are, is that made up? No, I think it was a mobile <laughs> game that's now on Switch and that PC. Sounds so familiar. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. It's I've like seen, an, I've, I've seen every, it everything counts these days, huh? It's an it's an indie game. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of games at 87, including Hitman 3, which I love. Love Amazing. Hitman. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Astalon so Tears of the Earth, which looks really cool. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen Astalon uh, Tears of the Earth. And then probably what might what might be my next purchase, we'll see, is Ender Lily's Quietest of the Nights. Have you guys seen this game? Ender Lily's? That sounds familiar. Ender Lily's Quietest of the Nights got an 87. It looks amazing. And I, I think I'm going to buy it. It's like 25 bucks, but this game is so cool looking. And uh, I think I need to buy it. So the reviews that came in are amazing. Okay. What kind of game 
So it's it looks, an, it looks, an action. It looks a little bit Souls-like, perhaps, with some of the bosses, but I can't tell. Platform, a little oh, side-scrolling. Yeah. Is it a side-scroller? Yeah, side-scrolling action game with really dark, really dark visuals. But you're this little like angel the girl. The animation is impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing this a while ago. Yeah, I just forgot about it. Yep, it's out on pretty much everything. I can't believe it's uh, that highly praised. It's good for that game, I guess. It is actually out on, on all the main consoles. So, cool. uh, And it got good reviews everywhere. Uh, this game called Sumire, Sumire. I don't know. It's uh, some kind of adventure anime game. That's a guy to 80. Metacritic, a bunch of try-hard freaking critics this year, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, has an 88 on Metacritic. Okay. Huh? Cool, finally. All right. <laughs> Only because it's on PlayStation. And that's uh, that's in the number six spot. Number five is Monster Hunter Rise, also in at 88. Only because yeah. it's a Nintendo game. All right. Well, you know. Eric's There's Xbox bias. God. <laughs> he's, he's representing all fanboys from every direction. <laughs> Uh, if it was on Xbox, it'd be a. If Xbox put out games this year, I swear to God, they would have games on this list. <laughs> uh, two other games I got at 88, along with Ratchet and Clank, Mr. Meyer, and Monster Hunter Rise, is Guilty Gear Strive and Before I Forget. Both mm, got yeah. 80. I do want to play Guilty Gear. I want to play Guilty Gear so bad. That looks sick. It looks yeah, sick. Yeah. It looks really cool. Um, and then the top two games, both at 89s, are It Takes Two. That's surprising. And yeah. how am I still gonna play that though? Yeah, yeah, we we have a game date for that one. Yep. And uh, Chicory, and a colorful tale. Get out of here! No, with stop it! Is it really Chicory, a colorful tale? Has a so that that game that Jeff was trying to tell us about two yeah. episodes ago that yeah. you figured we didn't care. Yep. No, it's, it's at not, the top. It's it's the biggest hard sell on a game ever. Uh, but it's at the top though. So. I, I can only recommend it on PC. Don't play it on a freaking console. You're making a huge mistake. Unless Switch, yeah. unless you can do a touchscreen on Switch. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you have to use a brush, and that's like your main mechanic. Well, let's talk about some of the. Spaces. Let's talk about some of the notable games that are it's off. It's a frustrating that game. One, one of the reasons that I like going through Metacritic stuff is because I off. I, I'm probably like a coin flip. Sometimes I'm 100. You know, I agree with them, yeah. and it's amazing. And then sometimes I'm like, who is rating these? So. <laughs> Right. Um, but it makes for fun conversation, and it kind of gives us a uh, an objective list to go through whether or not you agree with it. Makes it interesting. So, but here are some other notable games from this year that are off the list, and then we'll close it out with some of your favorites so far in 2021. Uh, with an 82, Cyber Shadow came out earlier this year. It's a pretty fun no, retro science game. game. Nope. Uh, you say also, no. <laughs> also <laughs> Loop Hero, my PC addiction. I love Loop Hero. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah mention that one. Yeah, uh, MLB The Show has an 80, which I think is one of its lowest scores in a while. Be- because it's on Xbox. Because it's on Xbox. <laughs> it's <laughs> on it's Game Pass. So <laughs> oh yeah, is this the first one? Uh, yeah. I don't play yeah. these games. A, a so Sony like game one. on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Although, wow. I mean, how, how I dare. actually did, by the way, see that in Unlocked. I actually I'm saw sure. a post where it was like, all MLB games have gotten. High 80s and 90s. Now they release it on Xbox Game Pass 80. It's a conspiracy. It's a yeah, conspiracy. Absolutely. Freaking kidding. Uh, no one cares about baseball enough to build a conspiracy over it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all falling asleep watching the games. That yeah, does exactly want right. to say. <laughs> <laughs> baseball stupid. New Pokemon Snap got an 80. Uh, Hold on. Can we still talk about how baseball stupid? Now we we can move on yeah. from that. All right. Uh, <laughs> No. New Pokemon Thanks, Snap and Scarlet Nexus, both sitting at an 80, so they're just outside that top 20. Oh, Scarlet Nexus only at an 80. That's like a 95, easily. Well, 
Uh, I'm surprised about Pokemon Snap because I, I remember like reading a lot of like this game just feels good like oh it's just like a warm hug of nostalgia and like it, it's like it, it eh, is a warm 80. hug yeah. it is a warm hug. it is a warm hug but then some people decided let's actually grade it on its merits as a video game and gave sure. it up. so sure, you sure. guys actually play. sound more like you would have a boyfriend named Keith because that game is gay I didn't play it, so I can't speak to it. So, wait. It's like warm so hugs. Are there just a bunch of gay kids playing Pokemon? I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. They, po- hey, can I get, to be real, Pokemon, a little gay. I'm a huge Pokemon fan. A little gay, though. So, you know what's, what's weird just about this next one? a little bit one, of a rainbow, guys. What's so, weird about this next one is if, is if we just... I'm not sober. If we just used the highest possible score, this one would have been number one, and that's Curse of the Dead Gods, because for some reason, the Xbox One... Xbox One average reviews are up at 90, but that's the other weird. ones are like 79, 78. And What's it plays, going on with this game? I keep on seeing stuff for this game, and I don't know. Okay, this game, this game is light, good. basically, yeah. Is this it good? Game okay. Is, this yeah. game is very, very good. I'm actually, it's, let me just say this. I'm actually shocked that Kyle has not played this game. Because this does I've, seem like a Kyle game. Yeah, I've been playing you like literally Hades, Elder Scrolls, that and that's game. about it. That's all I've played. Stop right playing now. Elder Scrolls. Stop. Yeah, Hades, Dead Cells, and that, and that same <laughs> Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, and, and it's cool. Very well done. I like it. Um, good. Game Builder Garage got a 77. That's that Switch kind of early learning how to code uh, game. Bravely Default 2 also on Switch got a 76. Did anybody right. buy that game? I what, bought Bravely Default? Default and put 20 Damn. hours into it, which yeah, is okay. about... Which is I, about where I get in every JRPG ever and stop. But, yeah. yeah, well, so I got to a I got to a good part, but then like something else came out, so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna That's focus exactly, on that. But, I was actually yeah. really enjoying everything about Bravely Default, and something came out, and I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will buy it. I'll buy it. Well, later. I think it's I, really good. I, I think, think it's super throwback and super awesome. And... I think with how you are with games, you might not totally like it. If I'm gonna be honest, I, I think you might not. So. Me? Oh, yeah. I like Derek, it. I like Derek. it. For five to seven hours. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> then just play the demo, man. Play, play <laughs> yeah, the demo. yeah, you can get seven hours out of that bad yeah. boy. But I just like the. I'm rich. I'm white, so I like to buy. <laughs> yeah, if you're, hey, if you're richer and you're white, you should you should flood the industry, flood the industry with that cash. You know. Look well, at since... dad, look at dad right now. Dad's really upset right now. He's like, look, you guys already dropped the gay word, and now you're talking about rich white people. Can we just shut yeah. this shit down? Why do I sound like that? Okay. Um, <laughs> hey guys, that's, that's, we're, long. that's what he sounds like. Come on. Since we're right. swimming in sevens, let's keep on swimming uh, with the medium and outriders, both at seventy-five. And listen, Outriders, I'm telling you, is going to be real high on my list. But listen, Outriders is a train wreck of a video game. (laughs) And I put put 66 hours into that game. You know what I'm talking about. Dude, I think think both of these games have that same reaction. You either love it or you hate it. I love Outriders. And like, for example, the medium, Jesse White loves that game. He thinks he's an X-Bot. Jesse, so? suck it if you're It's listening. not an Xbox exclusive anymore. It's coming to... Well, yeah. and now so he'll, make, he'll make a new post in our group saying how the game and... was kind of overrated. <laughs> there wasn't any combat. <laughs> no, I think I think that score for both those games, based on my experience with them, is I think that's fair. If I, if I just played Outriders by myself, single player, and just experienced the story and just played right through it, I'd been like, yeah, it's a swimming in seven games all day. But I, I could never at any point play a single multiplayer game that didn't end in a crash, a bug, a game-breaking bug, or something. Well, the Not medium once. wasn't even really a video game. It was just yeah, a, and the a medium was a, was a hallway simulator. Fine. I, don't feel, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I, it's yeah. fine for me. So I played probably... 
I played a lot of the demo for Outriders, or not the demo, but you know what I'm talking about. The beta? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it, I, I don't think it carried over. Yeah, it carried over. Yeah, it carried you over. talked to us about it, about how you have to play aggressive and how the cover system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. So Very I played aggressive. a lot of it, and I liked Three it. Standards. And then I bought it. Well, I didn't have to buy it. Game Pass bought it for me. Um, and I played a good amount when it first launched, but I actually was kind of not disappointed but i was like uh i'm i'm not enjoying it solo that much and then co-op was like kyle said so i'm not gonna disagree with kyle there was a lot of issues like i couldn't connect or i would get connected and then get disconnected in in the beginning of a mission not even in the middle of a mission um now while you still deal with some connection issues it's still a rough experience it's actually pretty pretty solid and i play with jesse white a lot um so he'll definitely harass me over that comment about the the dumb game that he likes but um but i really really have like been sucked into it and i'm all caught up in the i want the best loot like that storyline reminds me of like the 100 or something though it's kind of it is it is very 100 yeah Yeah. story seems like it's decent I just can't get past, like, the terrible, like, dialogue. It's, it's not even really the voice awful. acting as yeah. much the dialogue of looking It's the bad. dialogue. People but don't see, talk like that. People don't talk like the way that people do in Seven's game, where it's like the production values are hit or miss at times, but the gameplay at its core isn't bad. So I, I get... But the gameplay, gosh, when you're playing with a, a friend and you're just getting swarmed with enemies and you're using both of you are using your special abilities and then the game crashes and you can't connect for 30 minutes uh, so it's just, so cool. listen better buddy it's an amazing <laughs> game well <laughs> listen the medium has its strengths too and i know it's not in gameplay i know it's not the puzzles no. are weak and the back checking is bad but the visuals yeah. are great and the story by the time you get to the end of it is actually kind of i found to be quite good like I when we talk about that part of me that still wants to finish that game just like uh, what's the story. game that we talked about early on like in the beginning of the show the one that uh i don't like the gameplay that much but you guys love the story so the beginning of the show we the talked beginning? about the re-releasing it on PS5 and oh. Xbox. Oh. No. No. Yeah. Uh, it's the indie game. We talk about it all the time, Jeff. Oh, uh, Plague Tale. Plague. Oh, Plague, Plague Tale. Tale. Okay. 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 Yeah. So it's like for me, that's that's my issue. Is like I didn't enjoy playing the game. Like it was a drag, but I kept wanting to finish the story. So I'm probably I think I'm halfway through Plague's Tale. And I okay. think I made it four hours, three or four hours At into... At least that had some gameplay and puzzles that were somewhat entertaining. No, 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 no. It's the definitely better. I'm not saying they're even. I'm saying my experience was fairly sure. similar as far as sure. it felt like a drag. Like I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. I feel like I'm forcing myself just so I can say, guys, I like the game too, and I yeah. don't. Well, one of my most disappointing games of the year came out at a 73 on Metacritic, and that's Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, what a bummer. This is I not, have this game and I haven't started it. This is not a bad game. It's just I was expecting like a 90 because I love the Gaston, old games. And... But what do you think about that, Gaston? Oh, that's right. I, You're not on the show because nobody likes furry pieces. I know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. It's a good test to see if Gaston listens to the entire wow. show. Yeah. Goodness. Um, Gaston will probably be like clapping his hands like or his furry paws and be like, yeah, I got it. So hey, can we take a vote on uh, uh take a vote on the Crash Bandicoot 25th anniversary episode that he keeps insisting we do? Or? Yeah, let's take a vote uh, on that. Yeah, <laughs> can I, can I just say I am never gonna play that game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna never. just 
I'm not just going to not play the game. I'm going to actually start one of those petitions to have that game not created. I, want it I heard Crash store. Bandicoot made some really unsavory tweets, and we need to get him out of here. <laughs> Got to cancel. cancel. There we go. That's our cancel, cancel culture. That's how we start it. Cancel, cancel Crash. Cast. And listen, Oddworld Soulstorm is a solid game, but as a fan of the series, and I like it a lot, I just didn't find it to be... I mean, the, the, this game was delayed so many times, and they worked on it for so long. Some of the visuals are really good, but I was like, oh, so it plays exactly like the original Exodus game with a few little tweaks here and there. Like, it's it's so similar to the existing Oddworld games. I was pretty disappointed. Mm. Like, if you played New and Tasty, the gameplay is almost identical. And mm. so I, I found that to be kind of disappointing. But anyway, it's not bad. It's just it was disappointing. I'm more I was of a disappointed. Stranger's Wrath guy in terms of that series. And that, Yeah, that's fair. I think the world the world building is fun, but um yeah they're they're kind of they're uh, fun games. Biomutant came in at a sixty eight at its highest point. I think that was on the Xbox. Pretty series. pretty accurate. Yeah, so one of those I games. Want, that, by the way, I wanted to love that game. I really wanted to love that game. Oh, we I, know you did. Yeah, I did. I wanted that. I wanted that one to be my swimming in sevens. That we tried I tried to bring you back out here, man. We failed. You know what? Uh, the setting and characters and kind of visual style, not necessarily the fidelity of it. I think the, the visuals are a little bit janky at times, but just kind of the, the design. I am all in on it. I love the design. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the combat is so bad. Well, okay. It's so mediocre that I've, I lost interest super fast. And Fight, I play fighting I, Cowboy. But then I play the something like Scarlet Nexus, and the combat is so good, but I just can't find myself being able to care about these characters and the stuff they're talking about that's nonsensical. I want those two things together. I want combat of Scarlet Nexus with a cool, unique setting. Like No, no. Keep Scarlet Nexus the way it is. But I no. want to say, add on real quick. Anime. Fighting Cowboy Anime is was fine, the most accurate. Like, he gave the most accurate review of um, Biomune. And that was, he was super excited for it. And he's all about combat, so if you don't know him, he's the guy who masters, like, every Souls game, and he's real, real good at games. And his his way of seeing the game, like, he was like, hey, it was cool for, like, two hours. And then as you get later on the game, you're literally doing the same stuff over same and over. Stuff, and right. then the enemies, and this is the part that I, I hate about the game, like, I absolutely hate about Biomutant is... It makes melee pointless because when you go to attack any enemy that's at your level or a little higher or big, bulky, they just slap you away. Like, you could be hitting them nine times and they just slap you away. And they they made the, um, not melee, what's the other? The shooting, shooting, the main thing, really, when really the game is supposed to be a melee, predominantly melee yeah. game. That's but how I thought it. it was. I thought that's what it was. It was no. supposed to be. It's yeah. supposed to be like a martial arts like melee, but with the ability to shoot. So you can, with some of your special moves, kind of overcome some of that. But you're right; yeah. it does become frustrating over time. Um, but yeah, it's, just, I, it's, it's one that it even my son, my son Shepard, was really into it and digging it. But he also was like, "Yeah, it's kind of repetitive," and he moved on to other stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is from a kid who has played a lot of Fortnite and Minecraft, and he said it was repetitive. So. What? <laughs> um, those those, for sure, yeah. those yeah. run better though, and I would say that they actually mechanically are more sound. Correct. Than, uh, you know. Absolutely. Sure. Well, yeah. speaking of something that doesn't run super well, but it kind of had some appeal at early when it was announced, and then it turned out it's not that great. And that's Hood Outlaws and Legends came out mm. at a sixty-eight mm. as well. I never had that much interest in that. 
I thought it, had, it looked had like another hero shooter to me. It looked, it looked like a medieval payday. Like you're trying to mm. rob. Is that cash. what it is? Yeah. Is it is it kind that of like, co-op, it like play versus? I didn't that's know that. I, that's cool. That's what yeah. I thought, but I. It's it, actually got an interesting premise. I just don't like games that are just multiplayer only. Too. Right. And then Destruction All Stars got a 62. Can you imagine if they had released that as a 70 dollars game? At I home? know. I <laughs> were they trying to originally? because yeah. Daniel and I actually had it in our PS5 uh, yep. package deals. It was part of our deal. Um, we were getting that game, and I was excited for it. But once I and I'm not just saying this because the reviews ended up being mediocre. Once I heard that it was a PS Plus game, I said it's because it's bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Sony knew that they could not release this game at $70, so they were like, oh, let's just look like the good guys. It's not, and it's not a good game. It's, it's, not, a, it's, it's not a horrible free. game, but it's not good. It's, yeah, it's, it's, super, it's, it's super. I played two or three rounds, and it's super mediocre. There's it's nothing, so boring. I tried it. to get into it because I'm a Twisted Metal freak, and mm-hmm. it was just boring. It doesn't have anything near the adrenaline rush you get playing Twisted Metal. It's nothing like no. that. Oh, no. Um, Balan Wonderworld came in at a 51, you guys. Oh, good. Dude, that that, that, that is that is honestly... I'm actually disappointed that it's at a 51. How is <laughs> that too. not like a 20, 30? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like that's generous. That's that is generous. generous. Yeah, that's generous. <laughs> like, uh, and I then just played I... the demo and watched reviews, and I was like, this game deserves to get destroyed. I wanted to add this one because I don't know that it'll get a full release this year. I just threw Valheim on there because it's in early access, yeah. and it's one of the biggest... It's one of the most talked about, at least PC games... This year, they they put it in early access, and I don't think they anticipated selling. What are they up to now? Like nine million copies? It's crazy. Know, yeah, like it's it's a certified hit, and it's not even fully released yet. I, yeah, so. I have no idea if it would even count, but that's my number one for the yeah. year. Yeah, it's and really so, good. It's really yeah. good. You never even tried it. Shut up, liar. Um, liar. You're full of crap. I think if this one had reviews, Mike, <laughs> I, would, I would guess this would land in the mid-80 range, probably like 84, 85, if I had to guess based on uh-huh. how most reviews go. Yeah, I could mm. be wrong. I might go higher, but that's where I think it would it would probably land there. Um, all right, so as we close things out, I want to hear from you guys, and it doesn't have to be any kind of order, but maybe two or three games this year that you feel like are going to be fighting for your game of the year as we wrap things up in December or January. Kyle, I'll start with you. What are some of your favorites so far from 2021? Uh, you know, I, uh, I I won't wax poetic about any of these, but Resident Evil Village, I think we all loved. I think that's going to be a big conversational. I can't believe it's so low on the Metacritic ratings. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, I think, is a great follow-up. You know, I think it's easily the best Warriors game to ever come out. Um and Hitman 3. I think Hitman 3 came out in January. We got that January spoiled game where it's just like, hey, we got a 9 or 10 out of 10 game coming out right in January. And like, so for me, everything has been living up, trying to live up to Hitman 3, which a couple things have here. But like, I think Hitman 3 is still like the most pristine, yeah. well-made game, like with some of the best environments and uh, interactions I've had in a video game all year uh, in a long time, too. I just I've really adored that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the new uh, um, DLC or expansion for Elder Scrolls Online, Blackwood, super good. Oblivion's yeah. back, baby. Going to the Oblivion gates. Mayroon's day gone. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> oh, snap. Other fantasy words that make no sense. Out yeah. Of <laughs> and, made still made, and it still made more sense than the story for Scarlet Nexus. Yeah. All right, so right. Daniel. All right. All right. Daniel. Take one more shot, Take one more like shot an yeah. You're an hour in, all right? He's not even an hour in. He's like it's 10 like, minutes in. That was like dangling the meat over the hungry dogs. You guys are so <laughs> predictable. Like to, yeah, you like to dangle meat. Hey, I'm upset too because I haven't played it. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. So Daniel, what about you? What are some of your favorites from this year so far? Um, well, so uh, aside from Valheim, because um, Valheim is great, I would say right now it's tied between Returnal and Resident Evil Village for me. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah, Resident Evil, you know, Village, awesome, fantastic, spooky um, at certain parts. Um, Returnal, just very fast and frenetic and just like, it just feels great. Like, it just feels like a great game. And like, just the, the you know, dying and then coming back and how, like, just it, it plays into the whole, like, how it loads quickly and her just crashing back down on the planet. It's just, like, it's just super cool. Um, and it's very difficult. It's a difficult game. But I beat it because I'm a better gamer than all of you. So just going to throw that out there. Yeah, it's just true. Yeah, it's Wait, so hold on. Hold on. Oh. Let me remind Derek I beat Sekiro without cheats. Just want to throw that Bro, out there. Bro, I'm so. at the inbox. Don't throw something Sekiro for real. without cheats. <laughs> All right, so Derek what, Derek, what about you? What are some of your favorites so far in 2021? Oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this is pretty easy. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is probably top right now. We'll see as I play more, if I can play more. Um, Resident Evil Village. And then I'm going to go Outriders. Um, yeah. I really like that game. It's, of course. It's, I'm still... I'm still playing it. So even though I want to play Scarlet Nexus 2, I'm still like my comfort food is Outriders right now. Yeah. Mm. Kyle, you need to let it yeah. go, man. Yeah, I know you're the next... I'm, I'm letting it go. It's yeah. slow. It's a slow process. It's, it's, like, me, it's like me letting go of the Scarlet Nexus story thing because pr- chances are I'll keep playing it because I like the, the combat and I'll be like, well, story's okay, I guess. Like I'll, yeah, I'll probably get sure. it. Sure. All right. So, Jeff, what about you? What are some of your favorites this year? Um, uh, Mass Effect has been my life, but I can't talk about it. Can't talk about it, guys. Back I away from the mic. It. You're yelling at us, you freak. <laughs> um, you freak. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> now I can't hear you. Go ahead. Jeff, which games did you like? <laughs> I can't talk about Mass Effect, guys. Can't talk about it. No. Uh, I don't want to talk about how good it is. Um, so, <laughs> does that one count? Is Valheim the best game to come out of the year? But you can't talk about can it. count, yeah. Can't talk about it. Okay, so yeah, Valheim then, uh, Hitman 3, and I really like Little Nightmares too, but it's mostly because I played that the most uh-huh. out of, you know, like I didn't get it into Returnal or Resident Evil Village as much as I probably should have. Where's the or Ratchet then, and you know. Clank love? Like, what is wrong with you guys? Aren't you, you know, supposed to like that? It's just yeah. a gorgeous game, but I feel yeah. like it just, like, besides adding a couple of extra... Um, like uh, maneuver, like but climbing off the of walls and it stuff. It was it's SSD like... life changing, guys. Come on, <laughs> SSD life changing. So it I've was. got, I've got it's a list a... of games I've played this year, and you know I've got certain ones that I finished, kind of marked in a different way. It's just kind of in my list here, and I've got them grouped. So I kind of have like tiers of games. Go ahead, yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. But yeah. at the very bottom, I just wanted to very highlight hard. this because my my list is pretty long. But at the very bottom, I've got Open Country and Ball and Underworld. At the, like I wanted to make sure they're at the bottom. <laughs> So those yeah. are all the way good. at the bottom. Because those are two games that dude, I thought when I, they were first announced they could be good, and they're both yeah. so bad. Dude, I put a game called Nuts at the bottom <laughs> That's of nuts. my list. And I don't know if I've told you all about this game, but you're literally looking for squirrels. Yeah. That's it. That's your job. That's the game. It's amazing. Oh, wait, 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 it's kind of like the nut. It's like Bee Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> and the aesthetic is like pink and ugly, and yeah. you're out there looking for squirrels. That's Why it. did you do this? Why did you I don't do this? know. It was cheap. So on my like the second so tier that the second tier of games for me at the very top of that's gonna be stuff like Ratchet and Clank and Monster Hunter Rise. Those are gonna be fighting for like fifth and sixth place for me. I, yeah. I like those games a lot. That's where those are sitting. They're not gonna take over my top four. 
which is going to be, and I don't know what order these will be in, but it's going to be Hitman 3, Returnal, Resident Evil Village, and Valheim right now are my top four. And I don't know what order those are in yet. I have to Solid. play more of those. I have to, I, I want to beat Returnal. That game is still installed. And I still go, to, you know, do a run every once in a while. I, I want to beat that game. We'll see if I actually do. And yeah, for, Valheim, it, for Valheim, I just want to see, like, They've really slowed down production as they not, as they try to squash bugs that have been unveiled that by nine million gamers they weren't expecting to play their game, <laughs> um, and so they've been essentially the five of them, six of them on bug squashing mode. And so I have a hard time believing this game will fully release to like. I 20. mean, there's plenty to do already as is. So. I know. Guys, yeah. I will promise you I'll play the game for thirty minutes if you two can combine <laughs> your funds and buy me a game. How about you do that? Listen, sp- thirty fact, minutes. I bought you Dragon Age Inquisitions, Tim, so you can buy me. Uh, Dude, thirty minutes is enough uh, time to sneeze in that game. Like that's not that's enough not, time to do anything. And by thirty minutes, I mean I'm going to log on and then let it sit there for thirty minutes, and then so I, just so I can go on the show and say this game is utter shit trash, shit trash. Wow. 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 By the way, I fought that dragon again, Daniel, on my own because I wanted to beat it in my like wow. st- standalone world. And the music for that boss battle—I forgot how epic that was. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we haven't played in a, in a while. We need to. We need to yeah, get that last boss knocked out. I need to see what y'all have done since the last time I visited. Yeah. So I can. Quite the, you know, we've got quite the uh, fortress God, I'm so going. I'm jealous, guys. Let me go play Outriders. Yeah, we get it. You want to play Valheim with us? All right. I do. Please. I feel left out. <laughs> I feel like you guys are excluding yeah. me. He's, I'm he's lashing out because he doesn't feel connected. See, it's... what's going to happen though is he's going to start falling asleep because he's tired and he went on 17 guys, days. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> for those who don't know, well, anybody who listens to the show, these guys make fun of me the entire time we're in the private <laughs> chat, and they don't realize I have feelings, and I try to tell them, guys, I have feelings, and they don't. They don't acknowledge or care. Oh, so we don't listen. It's fine. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I we said, all... "Stop hurting my feelings," and uh, I think Kyle flicked me off. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that, that does I, sound like Kyle. It, it all me. seems like a blur to me. I don't know. <laughs> it does sound like Kyle. I even used the stop sign. That's how serious. I was. <laughs> also, uh, Derek, Pride Month was last month, so you need to move on, buddy. Oh, okay. Well now, well now I'm bisexual. Thanks. Hey, well, you know what? If we're gonna talk about hurt feelings, uh, you're the only one that actually told me that you watched Shut my it. videos. So. Shut up. Cut it. All right. Well, to, to close out, to close out the show, here are some of the. Shit. Here are some of the games we know about that are coming out <laughs> second half of the year that I think could be, you know, battling us, battling with the other ones for game of the year. So that's going to be Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, which no. I'll, talk, I'll talk about that some next week. Um, Go to bed, see. Jimmy. Uh, Chris Tales will be coming out in July as well. Yes, forgot about that one. Chris Tales yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty big one. Oh, guys, Godfall's coming to PS4. I'm just kidding. That's not going to be. Uh, that's not possible. The HDDs, uh, the H, the hard drive, whatever. That's the one. Uh, the thing makes the thing Kana, go around. Kana Bridges Spirits comes out in August. My my expectations are in check for that because it's a you know it's a lower budget game, yeah, but I just think it's I think it's going to be charming and gorgeous, and it'll be in the conversation somehow, at least for visuals or something. Uh, at the end of the year, Psychonauts two comes out uh, in August as well. No More Heroes three. I feel like uh, uh, twelve minutes. I'll be talking about that story. I would imagine, or if we, do, we do an indie game category, right? Oh, twelve minutes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah twelve minutes. Yep. Riders Republic comes out in September. Um, Life is Strange: True Colors. We'll see if they can get yeah. uh, that back oh, on track. Yeah. I got that, that, that game's about Derek, right? 
Yes. <laughs> Deathloop and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction and Origami 3. Or I'm sorry, Origami 2 uh, come out all in September. Yeah, Lost um, Judgment. Can't wait for Lost that. Judgment comes out in September. Yes. Yep. Need to beat just uh, get hyped. I think one of the most fun arcade style games that will be coming out that no one's really talking about is that Hot Wheels Unleashed, which looks like an absolute blast of a racing game. <laughs> yeah, it looks really fun. I kind of looked that up. I didn't know about it. It kind of reminds yeah, right. me of the way um, there was an old game on the N64, like Penny Racer. I forget what it was called, but it was some really fun, like Volkswagen Beetle type racing game that out of nowhere was just an absolute blast of an arcade game to play. Um, we'll see. Far Cry 6, Metroid Dread, uh, Back for Blood, Battlefield 2042, whatever the Call of Duty game is going to be. I don't think it's been revealed yet. Far Cry um, 6 is 2022. What? Didn't they push that out? Did they? Did, I don't think did they, they? did. No, no that's, that's October. October 7th. I could swear yeah. they delayed that. All right. Uh, if they Holy delayed it, that's Lots, lots, lots of research out originally. It before you run your mouth. It was yeah. February. <laughs> Dang before. it. Hey, how, how about this? Uh-huh. Shut up. I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy from Square comes out in October yeah. as well. Ghostwire, Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo is still slated for an October release, although who knows if that'll yeah, actually fit. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, wow. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 could be... Yeah, this breaker right there. I think, that's a, I think that's going to be amazing. It's going to be so, so good. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 hits the Switch alongside yeah. the yes. new Pokemon remakes in November. Um, and then Advanced Wars 1 and 2, Reboot Camp, and Dying Light 2. Both Dying Light 2 looks so good. Oh, my yeah. God. So yeah. there's a lot coming out that I, I think whatever's on our list right now, the, the only ones I think are going to like really be fighting for it for me are going to be like Hitman 3, Resident Evil Village, and Valheim. We'll kind of hold on, I think, as, as these other games start coming out. And then we'll see what happens. We'll see if, if these other games live up to their billing. But listen we're almost at the two hour mark thank you guys for taking so much time to record tonight i appreciate it it's been a good show and uh we will talk to you all next week enjoy your holiday weekend don't tell me what to do